Hey there, I'm Kay Bess, and I play Persephone Brimstone in Agents of Mayhem. You're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. You are. That was, that was kind of awkward. Hey guys, this is Kritzia Bajos, and I'm here with Sean on the Horribly Awkward Podcast. He's not that awkward. This is Michael Ray Bauer. I'm a 90s star, but basically I'm a star. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. And it's actually pretty horribly awkward. Hey, this is Hannah Tell, the voice of Max in Life is Strange. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's so awkward. Welcome to the podcast. My name's Sean and his name's Rick. Rick, kick it! Yo, I can't think of anything to kick right now. Dude, can I kick it? Come on. Yes, yes you, can. you can. There we go. <laughs> can I kick it? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. can I kick it? Come on, Tribe Call yes, Quest. You can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a war tour with Muhammad, my man. All right. Go guys. With the mic in my hand. So, we, on this podcast, me and Rick started talking about the horror genre. Uh, we do an us. The movie Us, Not we're not reviewing Us, but Us review at the end. Alyssa joins. Alyssa's kind of here. Hey, Alyssa. Hey. She, Alyssa's here for the end podcast for the Us review. Me and Rick talk about uh, hip-hop, Wu-Tang, uh, Living Legends, Tech 9 uh, List them off, Rick. Oh, God. Uh, RBL Posse, um, The Cuff, Brother Lynch Hung. Um, who else am I missing? We talk about movies that we watched as kids and it scared the shit out of us. Yep, our thoughts on movie theaters and old school shit and yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna and more old school sucker. shit. Yeah, and yeah, I'm gonna get shit. you sucker. That's right. Yeah, we talked about uh, could Mrs. Doubtfire be a movie today? No, we don't absolutely. think so. No, no, think no, so. no, no, absolutely not. Like that wouldn't work. People would absolutely get upset. Not. No, there'd be petitions to stop it. It'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff and more. Stick around. You. Hey, Nora, give us a horribly awkward. I can't even control myself. It's so horribly awkward. This is so awkward. This is so awkward. This is horribly awkward. No one off. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Sean, dude, you're horribly awkward. Sean, I know you think this is not as weird as you think it is, dude. Don't think that it's awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I'm just hanging out. I don't got topics or nothing. It's just like whatever comes out. We've basically been doing five minutes of the podcast already, but not, not really. That's just how it is. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Horribly Awkward, episode 153. I am back. I'm back, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm lazy as shit lately. I'm super lazy, but at least you get those video game episodes. This is not a video game episode. We're going to dig into horror topics. We're going to talk us, hereditary. We're going to talk all the cool shit that you've been waiting to hear forever. And with me today on the podcast is um, is a friend of a Tony. A Tony is a, is, I call him family, but he's my cousin's husband's friend. He's your cousin-in-law. My cousin. Ginger's husband, cousin-in-law, okay, my cousin-in-law's buddy, and then we became friends over Facebook, and we, it's like, we got a lot of similar interests, uh, besides Mandy, if we gotta talk about Mandy, I might get a little angry, but uh, we, get, uh, we could talk a lot of stuff, everybody welcome, Rick Yanegas, Rick Yanegas! 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> What's thank up, you. Rick, man? It's, it's cool to finally get you on here because for a while, just, just for being your friend on Facebook for a couple of years now, I just, I just, we have a lot of similar likes and movies. And like I said earlier, Mandy, not that the movie made me so angry. Oh, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you about that one, man. I, I, I think you're the only person I know that did not enjoy that. You are the at- only person I know that liked it. I mean, I, oh, I'm in a big, uh, I'm in a big, the Hollywood Outsider, my friends do a, um, a movie podcast. I'm in their group and everybody hated that movie, man. Mo- everybody Mo- hated that movie? I'd say, I'd say it was 70 hate, 30 like. So not everybody, but. Damn yeah. near everybody. You might as well say it is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those like old, it reminded me of the old cult classic horror movies I'd watch in high school, like uh, Tromeo and Juliet, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that one? Oh, God, yeah, man. I grew up on all that trauma <laughs> shit. They're actually going to remake Toxic Avenger. I don't know if you uh, know have seen the movie Blue Ruin or Green Room or any of those movies. Uh, the director, Jeremy Solner, the dude that, um, oh, God, he's the star in Blue Ruin, but he's also in Green Room. His name's Macon Blair. He's going to be writing and directing for uh, Nolan's, for Christopher Nolan's uh, studio for uh, Toxic Avenger. Yeah, those are both, like, fucking great movies man i love that style of movies uh amy hargraves is in there she was on the podcast about a year ago Dude, when i saw blue ruin and when i saw her and i was like oh my god it's the next door neighbor from brain scan holy shit yeah. and i listened to that episode man when, when you when you had her on there i was like holy shit that's fucking rad yeah she's, yeah she sounded yeah she sounded cool man she sounded like she's a really chill person yeah she's just really cool when you get people who are so involved in the movie industry who will just take a little bit of time out and just come and chat you know, I don't, I don't like to do interviews, so it's not like I have a whole lot of questions. I just want to chat for a little bit and hang out. It's just kind of get the get, you know, you get a, you get to fill out people better that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, what what have you been up to, man? <sighs> Shit, man. Just fuck. Besides, you know, doing all the normal nine to five everyday work shit. My lady and I are getting ready to getting ready to move here in a few weeks. Uh, we're actually going to LA for uh, for Monster Palooza, which is we went last year. It's a super big horror convention. Um, oh shit! Like Bruce Campbell's gonna be there, Vivica Fox, uh, Daniel Harris, Kane Hodder. Um, oh god, I'm probably Paul Rubens is gonna be there on the day we're not going. Pee Wee uh, fucking Herman is gonna be there the day. Oh, yeah, my buddy Ted uh, goes to that every year. It, it, it's fun, man. We went last year on a Saturday. It was super overwhelming, but we're going on a Friday this. We're going on a Friday this year, so it should be pretty chill. And then she's got she's got a bunch of events going on, and she just got accepted into Midsummer Scream, which is this other huge horror con in August in Long Beach. And like Elvira is gonna be there. They're doing a Nightmare on Elm Street three reunion with the Dream Warriors, which is pretty funny. Um, and a bunch of other shit. And they they like some Disney stuff is being involved in with this. So it's a it's a lot these next few months. Yeah, it sounds like a blast, man. I I never I haven't really got involved with going to conventions and shit like that. I guess I'm too lazy. I'm I'm too lazy. I'm too cheap. I don't have a reliable car to drive to LA, so I just, <laughs> I've got all these excuses. So I just I hold on to all of them. They're fun, man. I'm doing. We're 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 moving into a, a nice big house, dude. Three new three bedroom with a big ass bonus room, man. So anytime you want to come up and visit, man, shit, and come come up here and hang out and everything, man. We'll we'll go we'll go to one of these cons. I'll give you a tour around Sacramento. Yeah, you're up in Sacramento, huh? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I miss I miss San Jose. Like, I, that's where I was born and raised over there. You know. Mm-hmm. I miss it. I don't miss it. I don't miss the prices of, of oh, cost no. of living. No. Right now I've got a one bedroom apartment and like rent just went up to eight hundred and I feel like that's a lot for me. But some people in no, the Bay Area are like, so What? Cheap. 
Dude, that's cheap. It's funny, dude, because when I go to work, when I make my deliveries, I actually have to go through the South Bay. So we go through San Jose and Santa Clara to deliver to our techs. And I drive down like certain parts because I lived in Campbell for six years. Remember, I lived in Campbell and just going down Winchester and seeing like the centuries closed. Now it's so oh, weird. Oh, I know. Dude, like the centuries are closed. Um, they just closed. Um, they just closed the Hofbra not that long ago. No. Yeah, dude. Tony texted me and he was just like, "Yeah, they're 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 closing the Hofbra." I was like, "What?" Oh yeah. man, that yeah, big right that big piece of meat that just free. turns in the window, you know? <laughs> Bro, and it, it, it's it's crazy just going down there and seeing like how that place has changed, especially like, through downtown San Jose and just where I used to live in Campbell and even Santa Clara, dude. I know that's where you used to like that's where you used to live. It's just those areas have changed, man. Changed, totally changed. Yeah, it's weird. When I when I go over there, it's just, it's just it's different to see. Everything's green, man. Green trees. There's a lot of trees. You come to Fresno, everything's fucking dead because it's so hot here, and it's it's hot and there's there's a drought. But when I go to the Bay Area, everything's green and it just it feels nice. Like you, when it, when night comes around, like we'll go up to the the drive-in theater, the Capitol Drive-in Theater. We we do that pretty yeah. often. And if, when I'm in the summer in Fresno, when the sun goes down, it doesn't cool down. It stays warm. It'll stay 85 till midnight. So when I go over there, I don't go prepared. And the sun goes down, then I'm like, oh, fuck, I am so cold right now. I mean, I'll, I have pants on. I'm just, I'm not used to it. Dude, we have techs down there, and we had to do, me and a coworker had to do an inventory for our techs down in Fresno. And I swear to God, we got there at like eight o'clock in the morning, and it was already like a thousand degrees outside. Like, <laughs> we were completely, like, utterly, like, over it. <laughs> and oh, I forgot, shit. I forgot, I forgot just how blazing hot it is down there. I don't see how, like, you and, like, Tony and Ginger and everybody else can survive down there. I would just lose my shit. We get hot up here, but you guys get that dry ass heat. Yeah, it'll get, you know, I'd say it's like, 110 is like at well i would say it's like average in the, in the summer but last summer wasn't too bad we we're getting like one one like 102 to 104 and i was like oh this is a treat <laughs> Dude, not last year but the year before we had 10 straight days of 110 plus oh yeah i've done that yeah no uh-uh fuck that <laughs> can you imagine living in vegas where it's like fucking 118 <laughs> No, hell no, no, dude. Phoenix, too. Like, down in Arizona, I got a homie of mine that lives down there, dude, and says the garbage cans will melt on the streets, and I was like, whoa, shit. <laughs> dude, yeah, that's no joke, man. You could put crack an egg and just let it cook on the sidewalk. I've always wanted to try that experiment, but I never did. No, I'm too... I'm, uh, I just feel weird if somebody sees me cracking an egg on the on the sidewalk. <laughs> hey, just offer something to me. Hey, you want an egg? Some I'm bacon? Not that we're a spatula and a wear, you know, wear a little chef's hat, dude. Oh, for real. At, at, at least wear a little in and out hat, little in and out white hat. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! Yeah, might as well wear the whole gimmick, dude. Get the little bow tie, get the like white dress shirt, the white pants. Hell yeah, just out there with a spatula and cooking an egg on the on the <laughs> right on the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, uh, dude, people love weather talk. Welcome to Weather Talk 101. I know. I think that's what we were talking about like the last like three or four minutes, and it's just like holy shit, yeah, weather talk. All right, or, we're, we're gonna talk go us. We'll talk us later, and we'll spoil it maybe after the podcast, or after after. But let's give some brief. Uh, let's give some brief uh, a brief conversation on it because uh, you saw it months ago. You saw a test screening. And you posted it, and I remember like seeing the trailer. After you saw it, you had posted the trailer. Are you there? Okay. Yeah, you oh, I lost you for. I don't know what happened, but I think I lost you for a second. Yeah, it said you're on hold. Okay, so uh, what I was saying is, uh, a couple months ago, you saw a test screening for us, and <clears throat> I remember you said, "Oh, this movie is fucking great, guys." 
And this is before trailers were out. And then soon after that, you posted a trailer like, oh, this is the movie I saw. It was really good. And I'm, it just the way they present the trailer with the, the loonies, I got five on it, music. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it, it just gave me chills immediately. Right? Uh, I just felt good vibes from this immediately. I loved Get Out. So I was already, you know, I like how Jordan Peele does does horror movies now, but he's also puts comedy in there just enough to make it funny and not distracting from the the movie. Do, do you understand what I mean? Oh no, like definitely, and like honestly, I, I'll like I never watched Key and Peele until about two years ago. I never watched Key and Peele. I had no idea who Jordan Peele was. Um, right when I started seeing things for Get Out, and I was like, oh, I might as well check out this dude's show because. You know, I just know him as a comedy person, you know, just as floating around in that show. And I watched that show and it was brilliant. I don't know if you ever watched it, but Key and Peele is fucking hilarious. Is it? It's yeah, like, I've never actually watched it. Dude, do yourself a favor and watch like the first like three, three seasons. Like he does. He does this thing where he's Barack, where Jordan Peele is Barack Obama. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. Oh, dude. Oh, it's it's fucking great. And I was like, OK, well, I guess, you know, if this comedy dude is writing a horror movie, I mean, I guess I'll give it a shot and get out. It looked so wild and so crazy. And I saw that shit in the theater and it was really fucking wild i was like oh wow this dude can write a horror movie and now i'm going back with us like it's funny with the loonies when i saw that in the test screening and like it goes to that part and you know and they start they they was like oh let's find some music and he turns it on and he starts singing oh i got five on it and he's like, oh this is a classic and then it goes to the trailer like what is i got five on it mean oh it's a song about drugs like like when i had for had that first in the trailer after i saw the test come like okay like this is yeah this this is what they're gonna keep and everything and then that remix that remix was actually done for the trailer and they didn't throw that in the original cut that I saw. They threw it. They, they decided to use that like, because it got such a, like a life, like from people loving it, that they used that. And it's just stuff like that and pulling on nostalgia and comedy and everything. It just, I, I, I don't know, man. Like we could sit here and dissect this movie for fucking days. I'm probably going off on a big tangent, but this no, movie's got all sorts of like, all sorts of hyped and all sorts of fucked up at the same time. Yeah, I, I, I love when movies like this become really popular. I mean, it made a ton of money. People are going when people go to the theater to see horror movies. Like that's a that's a big plus for the horror community because not a lot of people go to the theater to watch horror movies. They stay at home and watch them. So when right. you get like Hereditary that made a ton of money, Get Out. Uh, us when you get these kind of movies that like, like go in the box office and actually make money it gives me hope to see more horror movies in a the theater man because there's no better place to watch a horror movie than in a theater a dark room no distraction no phone to get you distracted you know with other people who are also horror fans but then yeah no, absolutely what, yeah what comes with that also is a lot of hate like you get everyone hating it like you saw it when bird box came out like it was a pretty good decent horror movie but there was like the people who would like get on there and like, ah, you guys are so stupid for this, right? Like people get really angry. When things get popular, people get angry, which I don't know. Yeah, it's it, it with Bird Box. Like honestly, like like me and my lady tried watching it and like I, I was just super fucking tired. I fell, I fell asleep. <laughs> and I was stoked. I was stoked because like right when I was falling asleep, you know, I don't know if you've seen – I'm sure you've seen the last Predator movie. But the dude that played Nebraska was in that movie, Trevante Rhodes. And I saw Laurel and I was like, holy shit, they're both in this movie. And then I was like, okay, I'm stoked. And the next thing I know, I fall asleep and I asked my lady, hey, did, did my boy from Predator and Laurel live? And she just kind of looked at me and I was just like, no, I didn't fucking live. What the fuck? And I was like, I'm glad I fell asleep. But still, I mean, like that, a lot of people love that movie. And it was a Netflix acquired movie. And Netflix is doing a lot of like shit. They're getting like all these big studio movies, all these rights to them, putting them on Netflix. And they're just becoming like huge successes. I mean, not to get off the horror topic, but Bird Box is a perfect example. Yeah. 
I agree, man. I know they're going to do a, uh, there's a prequel to, there's a, uh, a show coming out on Netflix, a zombie show. It's a prequel to Z Nation, but it's super serious. It doesn't look like Z Nation at all. Have you seen Z really? Nation? I saw bits and pieces of okay. it. I haven't really like, hardcore gotten into it. Some of my friends really like it. Yeah, it's a, it's a goofy zombie. It's like, oh, you guys got The Walking Dead? Let's turn it into a comedy. But they're doing a <laughs> – Netflix it picked it up. It's supposed to be a prequel to the Z Nation story, but it's super serious and it's a zombie show and it looks really good. Like – that's the kind of shit I want to get on a Friday night and I want to binge it and be out. You know, I want to just watch it all weekend until Sunday I'm done with it. And you just, you know, you just soak it in, man. I, I love Netflix for that. All their, hey, all the shows, I, just, I get to just watch them at my own pace, which is usually pretty fast if I really like it. Yeah, same here, man. If it's something like I'm into, it's just like boom, boom, boom. Like what? Okay, this ended. I got to watch the next one. Then the next thing you know, you're like eight episodes deep and your day is completely fucking shot. Oh, but it's awesome, right? <laughs> it's still awesome. You know, you're like, and, fuck yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is like, it's like going back to horror. There's like so much independent horror that's like getting on like VOD that you can like rent for like five bucks. Or you can turn around and buy like a DVD or Blu-ray for like 15 bucks. Like something like Terrifier. Like Terrifier was a word of mouth film. It got on VOD. It blew up. It got on Blu-ray about a couple weeks later and it blew up and they're making a sequel to that did you ever see that uh yeah i did my, my buddy really really loved that movie they they um they do the um uh, uh they they do a podcast and then they had they had what's what's his name I forget the dude's name the dude who played the terrifier they had him on the podcast oh uh david howard thornton yeah yeah that dude seems pretty cool like i'm following him on twitter he seems pretty pretty normal <laughs> Yeah, I actually just listened to a podcast with him with uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, Chris Jericho, uh, the wrestler, has a podcast, and he Chris Jericho was like interviewing the guy, saying how much he loved Terrifier, and the guy seemed really, really cool and just like really, yeah. like, really like stoked like on this new fame. He's actually um, our horror con up here. He's going to be up here signing autographs in June. Yes, I'm pretty stoked. I got my copy of Terrifier ready to go, ready to have a sign. So yeah, that was I like that movie for the practical effects. That was super gruesome, and it just you just saw everything. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, people getting cut in half and shit. And it looks so realistic, you know. No C, very little CGI was done, which I, I like that just, shit. Exactly, and it was like a total like grindhouse ish style film, like that horror and that exploit, ex, like that exploitation like feel, and even how it was shot too, like some of like the grainy like little like VHS beta ish looking parts, you know. I, I love that shit, man. I'm an old school cat. I still, I still get my kicks on seeing shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Starry Eyes. I like shit like that. Just yeah, the, dude, the dudes that did Starry Eyes are doing that Pet Cemetery remake. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, dang. Yeah, my uh, a friend of mine, Alex Esso, who played the girl in Starry Eyes. She's actually in uh, that new. Oh fuck! What is it called? Um, it's uh, The Shining. It's like a prequel to The Shining. Uh, what, uh, but Doctor Sleep? Yeah, yeah, she's playing. Oh, okay, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a little Shining sequel. Yeah, the book, the book's okay. It's, I mean, hopefully the movie will be a little bit better. Oh, uh, yeah, you, you are you a book reader? Because I don't follow. Oh books. yes, oh god, yes. Oh really, I, like, really? I'm, right. I'm reading like a million different things right now, dude. Like I'm, like my whole thing is rebuying Stephen King first editions that I used to have. I'm not sure if you guys have a half price books up up down there, but we have one up here, and I'm checking that shit like every couple of weeks. And I found like a first another first edition of Skeleton Crew, Pet Cemetery, and a few other things. So I'm rereading Skeleton Crew right now, and then I'm reading. I'm trying to read The Boys. That's the only Garth Ennis book I never read, or Garth Ennis story I never read before that TV show comes on. And I got a couple biographies that I'm reading. Dude. So I'm right in the middle of like a ton of shit right now. I do not have the patience to read. I just I'll start looking at the words and I'll start thinking about video games. 
<laughs> oh, dude, no, I, I, I love reading, man. Ever since I was a kid, like honestly, like if you want, did you ever read Preacher? I, I've literally never read pretty much anything. <laughs> you should, you should read Preacher, man. The TV show's kind of eh, but like Preacher, Preacher's a solid story, man. You I really like, like this TV show. I think it's because the cast. Yeah, I really the, like Cassidy. The, the, yeah, then the boys, which is Garth Ennis's other stories, getting ready to be on Amazon Prime in the summer. That's that's a pretty fucked up story too. Like Garth Ennis knows how to write some crazy horror fucked up shit. So what is it that brings you? What draws you to horror? Because I'm I always think about this. Like what is it? Like you we're literally watching movies of people being raped, stabbed, killed, uh, chopped up, um, you know, terrorized, and like we have. This is fun to us. And I always wonder, like, is that weird? Is it twisted? Is it normal? Do you ever think about that? You know what, man? It's just like, like, I can, I can sit here and tell you that the first horror movie I saw when I was a kid was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I had dreams for about a solid week oh, of yeah. Leatherface chasing me up and down with a chainsaw. And it just scared the shit out of me. But yet something would like had me curious to see, like, like like what to like what extent like what like what more was behind it and like if what i was like feeling and seeing was real you know you see some shit like that at a young age like oh this shit's real it's gonna fuck me up oh yeah yeah and then it's when i saw texas chainsaw massacre 2 and i saw reanimator like probably around the same year around the 86 and i saw the comedy side of reanimator and i saw the way comedy side of texas chainsaw massacre 2 and i'm like okay like there's some fucked up crazy you know there's some crazy shit there's blood there's guts there's gore but there's humor elements to it and then you see like another you take like another horror movie like let me see what's another one i could use like near dark which is my favorite one of my favorite my probably my favorite vampire movie of all time it's got some humor it's got some drama and it's got some fucking bloodshed in it and it's just it it, it it, it doesn't it's it's not abnormal and it's just like you know what other horrors are going on in the like that you don't see like every day outside of society somebody getting murdered you know whatever whatever else goes on people doing fucked up shit you see all this shit in the news it, and it's just like you know it can't be any worse than what's going on in real life yeah but that makes why, sense yeah but why does it make us happy to watch it like i think because as a young age it might be what you're saying like it was such a challenge to watch it and as you challenged yourself to watch more, like, oh, finally I can I can look through my hands. I don't have to close my eyes anymore as a kid. And then you finally, you're like, oh, I want more. I'm more I want to see more dangerous shit. I want to see more nasty shit. I want to see, you like, you like, it's like you're leveling up your ability to watch horror movies, kind of. That's what, that's, you know, that's and you know, it's funny, it. like the, the shut, the shut your eyes. Moment. I remember Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead is probably my favorite horror movie of all time. And I, I know you've seen it. And when that mall raid with all the bikers and Tom Savini sticks that machete into that zombie's head and that zombie's walking around with that machete in his head and like bleeding from it and seeing that image. I remember when I saw that image, I shut my eyes. I shut my eyes. I covered my eyes like so quick and my aunt, my aunt was watching it with me and she was, and she was just like, she was just kind of like holding my shoulders, shaking my shoulders. Like, no, tell me when it's over. Tell me when it's done. <laughs> that image freaked me out for a really long time, probably for about a good like year. And so I just realized, Oh yeah, this movie's fucking great. It's like about the whole downfall of society. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's not abnormal, man. It's, it's, it's just, I can't explain it. it it's, it just be trying to be like me explaining what punk rock is, you know, just can't explain it. Oh yeah, I understand music more. Music, music, you kind of vibe with, so I can understand music, yeah. right? You want punk rock that's gonna get you amped up. You want classical because you want to chill. You want hip hop because you want to feel good. You want country because you want to feel better about your life that you have that may not be so great. 
<laughs> Bro, I listened to Hank Williams Jr. today in my warehouse, dude. I'm not even going to lie. I was cranking that Hank Williams Jr. today while we we're sitting there. All me and the other cats are working in the warehouse, man. It was fucking great. Nice. So I looked up I looked up the, the first movie I remember watching. It's called Invaders from Mars, 1986. Bro, that's such a good fucking movie. It's so good. I remember that as a kid. I remember like my uncle would put it on. And that's where like the the parents and the teachers and all that are getting taken over by the aliens, right? They're like and there's a, yep. there's a hole in the backyard and the kid has the kid goes down it. I remember I could not watch that movie and they they would play it on repeat. I just remember being so scared of it. It would give me nightmares, man. And oh, now, now when I look at the picture, I'll just like it instantly gives me nightmares. I don't know why, it just gives me the chills. The one thing that fucks me up from that movie is when he goes to see the teacher and the teacher's invaded by the teacher's like possessed or whatever by like the Martians and she's turned around and she has that frog halfway in her yes. mouth. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, I remember that. Dude, that shit fucked me up and she like swallows it hella quick and then she starts like saying, David Garner, you come back here right now. Dude, you have or a something like that. Good memory. How do you remember that? Names and shit? Bro, I, bro, you can, you can, you can, you can sit here, you can sit here and like explain some crazy ass world shit to me, and I probably won't get it. But if you're gonna ask me like cast and like crew names <laughs> of like, like invaders from Mars or when a wrestling match happened or who recorded like what album where, I'll be able to tell you like off the top of my fucking head. Oh shit! Did you used to do a wrestling podcast? I did, dude, a long time ago, like about four years ago. It lasted oh probably about like twenty some odd episodes, and then the person I was doing it with just. Just didn't want to do it anymore, and I was like, eh, hey, you know, okay. I mean, I really don't, you know. I was like, eh, whatever, and it just kind of my podcast career kind of died after that. Oh man, it takes a, it's a lot of dedication to do a podcast, man. It's just oh no, it is when you have to rely on other people to also. Oh, like, you know. Yeah, no, that. it is. Trust me, man. But I mean, it, it it was it was it was fun. Did some did some cool shit with it and whatnot, but. Yeah, man. So it goes. The other thing from Invaders from Mars that just popped in my head is when like the big alien brain kind of comes out when he's on the ship, and it's like it looks like Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Dude, that seat, ah, oh, that shit's crazy, man. That's crazy. Like I, I took me a while to remember that name, and I've I've actually talked about it on other episodes of the podcast, and I I looked it up and. Just looking at it, right? Just remember how fucking scared I was as a kid. I remember it. My uncle would come out, and he wore this old man mask. Not really that terrifying off his head as just a mask, but he'd wear it, and it would just, it would just, like, paralyze me. I don't know why. Like, you just, it would paralyze me, and I'd be hysterical at the same time. Yeah, and um, what is it? Um, uh, Scream Factory, who takes all these old horror movies and reissues them on Blu-ray with a bunch of souped-up shit. And Transfers actually did Invaders from Mars about two years ago. They put out a souped-up Blu-ray of it, and it's got some really good shit on it. Dude, I should watch that again. Just see, like, oh, what a fucking pussy I was. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. And, 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 like, I think that movie was a lot of practical effects, too, if I remember if I remember correctly. Yeah. It, it, I don't think it was shot on a super big budget. Yeah. And, like, around that time, it's like – and other movies that got me in the door with horror movies, obviously, like Gremlins, Gremlins 2. You know, it's, like, it's funny, and it's – Kind of scary, but it's kind of made for kids at the same time. Ghoulies, Goonies, or not the Goonies, but Ghoulies. And there was another one like Trolls. Um, you, you just said Ghoulies. I haven't seen Ghoulies in years. Holy dude. shit. I just remember the little ghoulie in the toilet. <laughs> oh, dude, that was like the absolute best. And like the dude from the first one was doing all the black magic and he was all possessed. And like the effects were so cheesy. Like they tried to do like the demon eyes and it was just like little red dots. That's how cheesy the effect was. 
Oh, aren't they bringing it, it back? Solid movie. I, it was a goofy, dumb, flawed movie. Aren't they bringing that back? Oh, no, Critters. They're bringing back Critters, huh? As a That's season. on Shudder right now, and I'm actually kind of scared to watch it because it's getting trashed a lot. Uh, but It looks cheesy, though. It looks like a movie made for cheese, like Piranha 3D or something. Oh, Piranha 3. Dude, uh, pr- the only th- the Piranha 3, uh, no, it's 3 double D, not 3D. Oh, 3, 3, 3 double D, yeah. I, I remember watching that, like, David Hasselhoff was in it, and then, like, Ving Rhames, his character from that first one was in it. That, fir- that, that remake, that first one was actually pretty fucking gory. Uh, Jerry O'Connell getting his wang bit. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell got his shit bit off by a piranha, and it just fucking floats all at you. And I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, Jerry O'Connell needs to be in more shit, huh? He, he pops up every few years, but... He's on some TV show or something. I just saw a commercial with him in, or I saw like some ad with him oh, in okay. for some. Because uh, I think he's married to what's her name? Uh, he's married to Uncle Je- uh, Rebecca Romaine. I'll say Uncle Jesse's ex-wife. Let's see. But Uncle Jesse. Uh, Uncle Jesse ain't married to Aunt Becky anymore. Oh, and Aunt Becky. Yeah. Oh, Aunt Becky got in trouble, huh? For some getting her yeah. paying her paying to get her kids into college or paying to get her kids oh, a good spot dude, in college whole- or something. Dude, the whole the whole thing about that is that dude that orchestrated everything lives in Sacramento. Like they busted him here. Oh yeah, did you get busted? Yeah, did you get? This is a whole mess. Don't lie, man. It, that that shit's a whole big ass fucking mess. Oh, he's in billions. Yeah, that's currently going on. Jerry O'Connell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably what I saw him in. I, yeah, I think that's probably what I saw a commercial for him in. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That I've never seen that show. I heard it was really good though. Yeah, Damian Lewis is in that show. That dude's a pretty good actor. Have you seen the tra- the new trailer they put out today for the scary stories to tell in the dark? I have not. I've just seen the teaser. I haven't had much of a chance to look at it. It looked pretty bad. Look pretty good. No, it looks good. I was watching it on my phone with no sound, but I was just looking at it when I was at work. And dude, it looks. I don't know, man. I that's one of the few things I'd skim through as a kid. I'd have those books. I just I was something about the cover of it and that weird face thing and i just would look at the books and i'd read a couple of stories i've never been a reader but i have read through a few of those stories it's so weird like i forgot probably about like six or seven years ago someone brought it up and i totally forgot about those books i was like holy shit i totally forgot about those books oh yeah and Taro's getting a movie off the ground nice yeah uh and it's just like wow uh also <laughs> where the sidewalk ends where the sidewalk ends the light in the attic and scary stories to tell in the dark. Those are like the three books I would look at. <laughs> oh man, that's funny where you said where the sidewalk ends. Oh my god, you're taking me down memory lane with some of these things. Dude, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I remember yeah. when I was in school, this has nothing to do with horror, it's just reminding me of whenever they'd have the book fair and I get those books, they put a little like uh you put like the two quarters in, you get a pencil out and it had like I had no interest in sports at all, but I was trying to get all the the sports teams. Like I thought it was cool. I thought the sports teams logos were, logos were awesome, so I tried to get them all. I just, oh yeah, I, I was remember. buying those, but I had no interest in sports. I just thought they looked cool. <laughs> I remember those, and I remember when they'd give you like the the book, like the, the little book brochures, and you can order your books and all that shit, yeah. and they'd have like plastic bookmobile and all that. Oh, oh man, the bookmobile! Holy shit, dude! This plastic bookmobile is still going on. My buddy's, uh, my buddy's son is is in first grade, and they actually had the bookmobile pull up like a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, and he took a picture of it, and sent to me. I was like, "Holy shit, that's still around!" And he was like, "Yeah, it's pretty wild." It's probably the same one too. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. Hey guy, hey kids, you want some books? Come inside. Oh shit, man! I, I used to be all about those books, man. 
all about them. Yeah, that's oh uh, yeah, man. I just when I was young, I remember my uncle had a, a black box. He had an illegal uh, cable thing where he'd have um, Cinemax and HBO, and I remember he let us go to his house and record videos. So I get like uh, Jason Goes to Hell, yes, uh, stuff like that. I'd have these like bootleg ass. You know, like every once in a while, there'd be lines coming through it. Like it was all janky, but it was as a kid, you didn't, it didn't matter. You're like, oh, I can watch this. Like hell yeah, fuck yeah. You know, I couldn't, we couldn't afford HBO or Cinemax or any of that. But my, but uh, my uncle could with this back black box. <laughs> hell yeah, man! You get you get the VHS tapes and you record it on SLP and you get six hours and you fit like four movies on that shit. Dude, then you have to rewind <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and then you get like you get like a little sticker and put it on the the spine of like the VHS and write what's on it. Like you'd write the titles of the movies and then draw like a little doodle or something like on the like on the end of the sticker or some shit. Yeah, and you could break that tab off so no one else could record. Oh, dude, I remember I fucked up tons of times, like tons of shit. I would record off like HBO and Cinemax, and I'd put the tape in or I'd leave it in and I'd hit record and I'd fuck up, and I'd be like, ah, oh, shit, I just recorded like five seconds of like of something I don't want it to like over my movie. I didn't want to then you just like feel all fucked up and you're like, okay, I got to set my VCR and find out when it's on. It's going to be on three ten in the morning. I'm going to set my VCR to record that shit. Dude, those days that everybody reminisces about, I couldn't imagine that right now. Right now it's right. like you get shit early. You get, you get it on demand early. They just ne- Amazon, Netflix. They're all supplying you with good stuff. You don't even need to watch on demand stuff, but then there's also that as an option. You have on demand says movies going from, cause I remember back in the day when you watch a good movie in the theater, you had to wait six months to a year to get it at Blockbuster. Oh yeah. I didn't remember when all VHS tapes were a hundred and like five, nine. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And then all of a sudden, like six or seven months later, oh, we're going to sell it for 20 bucks. Or Blockbuster would like take a bunch off their wall and sell the previously viewed copies for like, what, 10 bucks, 10, 15 bucks, some shit like that. Yeah. Like three. Yeah, man. It's like funny. It's it, it's like I got it. I still have a shit ton of tapes and I got a I, I got a VCR uh, from a buddy of mine. I lost my lost my old one. And I go to these thrift stores and I find so much like so many tapes. Like we went we went to thrift town like a few weeks back. And my lady's looking at VHS. She hands me this VHS. It's a cop VHS copy of Aliens in the original CBS Fox box. And it was like 69 cents. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. I just like freaked out for a second. I was like, yeah, I'm taking this. Yeah, that's fucking dirt yeah. cheap, man. Yeah, we have a um, Rasputin here. And there's like there's there used to be a ton of it was like 25 cents for all VHS. It was a ton of them, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I I, um, I know you guys were Rasputin down there. I used to when I lived in Campbell. I was right by the one in Campbell. That lived like probably about a good like half a mile. I was oh, close. Streetlight Records, right? Yes, and, and Streetlight too. Streetlight was right there. Uh, we have a Rasputin. In, there's a Rasputin in Stockton, which is about like a half hour south from from where I'm at. If I'm in Stockton, man, I stop there and I just find a bunch of shit. And I'm like, oh wow, cool, okay, whatever. I found a bunch of VHS when I was there last, but I miss Rasputin. We have Dimple Records up here, but Dimple Records sucks. There was talk of a Rasputin being built up here in an old Tower Records building, but it never happened. I think because the, the the form of physical media is just slowly dying. Like it's in ten years, we're not. There's going to be nobody with physical media, video games, movies. It's just it's just dying, man. And it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be like when you go stay at a hotel and then they have like the movie channel and it still has movies playing in the theater that you can like order for like twelve bucks. And it, that's just going to be like the whole thing, man. Like a, a horror movie, like a big major studio movie is going to come out and it's going to be available on Amazon prime that you can like watch it for like 12, 15 bucks. You're not going to go to a movie theater anymore, but there's, there's nothing like watching it in a theater, right? Like I, I yeah, love uh, going to a theater, man. I, Cause I, I get distracted easily from the internet and my phone and whatever. 
one slow moment in, a, in a, even the best movie ever, I might look at my phone and I'm like, what am I doing? In a theater, I don't, I don't have to worry about that. And, and it's just like theater prices are just going up, man. Like we went to go see, we went to go see us. It was thirteen fifty a person Damn. on top of the ticket fees, and the t- I paid like four dollars in ticket fees to buy the tickets online. And I was, and I have to re- you have to reserve your seats now at every fucking theater. I hate that shit. I uh, hate seats. It's I like do you and I don't. It's like you can't go out like if, if you and your you and your lady are out like going dinner or whatever. Hey, let's go see this movie. And you can't go see it because all the seats are reserved or like all the good seats are reserved. And you're going to wind up sitting in the very like far right and you're not going to be able to see shit. Yeah, I went and saw Shazam. They had that special showing last weekend. And um, it was it was like one night only two shows. So I looked at all the local theaters here. We have three local theaters within, you know, five, ten minutes from where I'm at. They had all reserved seatings, and I looked at their, their chart, and all the, they were all taken. But we have one theater that's right down the street here that doesn't do reserved seats. So I just bought my ticket online and went over there. It wasn't even a third full. Oh well, it, it's funny because the, the theater we we like to go to is in Citrus Heights, and they were the like the they were not doing reserved seatings. And I went there to go see Creed two back in November, and then all of a sudden, like yeah, I saw a sign like we yeah, are starting like whatever day it was it was like a week after i saw creed 2 there we're doing we're gonna start doing assigned seating and i'm like oh no <laughs> i like because if there's a movie you really want to watch you can reserve your seat and then you can just show up you don't have to go there four hours early to get it like if you go see a marvel movie on opening day back in the day without reserve seats you have to go there oh, early. God. you have to go there at noon to see it at like eight o'clock at night right to get a good I- seat <laughs> exactly. I will say those seats, those luxury recliner seats they have in some of these theaters are yeah. fucking amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, they're awesome. Oh my god. Yeah, we have those. It's awesome. But the yeah, some theaters but- take on the reserve seats, but they don't change their seats. So you just got basic ass basic ass seats, but they want the the premium for reserving seats and it's, Oh, those, those luxury recliners, man. Oh my god. I fell asleep in one when I saw John Wick 2. I hella fell asleep during John Wick too in that seat. <laughs> My feet up. I was just. I. I probably slept through like the last like twenty five minutes of the movie. Dude, uh, do you have a? You don't use Cinemia, right, for movies? What? Oh, what? What the? Um, which? Uh, Cinemia? What? Yeah, I use Cinemia. It's like a movie pass. So I pay. Well, I paid for a year in advance. So a year. It's 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 seven dollars a month right now. So a year in advance was like eighty two bucks. So eighty two dollars mm-hmm. is for a year of movies, and I can watch three movies a month. Oh, okay, that's cool. Like we, like I had the movie pass. Cinemark mm-hmm. was doing their movie pass for like ten bucks, and yeah, I, had, I that had that. Yeah, but it's just like we weren't going to the movies like that much in order to like justify like the price. You know, I know the shit rolls over, but it's just kind of like, like I besides us going to see, we went to see us. We saw some movie at an independent theater. We went to see the favorite. My lady wanted to see that movie, the favorite. Oh, dude, I love that movie. Was badass, dude. I thought it, that it, movie was, was it was it was it was pretty rad for what it was. I got a kick out of it. Yeah, There's like just the old, acting, like, man. Yeah, there's this old independent movie theater, and we we paid to see that, and then we paid to see Bohemian. We used the the thing to go see Bohemian Rhapsody, and like honestly, like those are the last three movies that we probably paid for in the last like six months. Uh-huh. So it's just like it just it doesn't really justify. It didn't really yeah. justify like the cost, and it's just like now you go to movies, someone doesn't turn off their cell phone, someone brings like their six month old baby. Oh, dude, don't bring babies to movies, guys, unless it's a kid movie where no one cares. Yeah, it, 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 exactly, and it, and it's just like, why am I gonna pay thirteen fifty or like whatever, like to go see a movie if this shit's gonna happen? Even same as matinees, man. We went see, we went saw Creed too. There was some little kid up and running down, up and down the aisles, and we're like, holy, like making noise. We're like, holy shit, I just want to cry for like, you know, a few minutes while reliving Rocky Four in my head and seeing that Rocky Four. <laughs> 
I can't sit there and cry because yeah, my little dude. kids distracting me up and down. Uh, I've n- I don't know much about the whole Rocky thing, but I have watched the Creed movies, and I know that's blasphemy, guys. I know. Uh, I just it, I never really watched them too. I have seen. I don't know which ones I've seen. I've seen some of them, but I don't know. I don't really know which ones are wh- what the story is. But I have watched the Creed movies, and I really, I really dig them. Creed two, I cried about no, no, no less than six times because it was all. <laughs> And Rocky Four is a favorite one, and me and my buddy Ryan were sitting there crying, like, "Oh my god, dude, those gut but, punches in that movie, you felt them, man, just boom, boom." You like, dude, oh, oh, you have, you have no idea, man. You have no but. <laughs> oh, dude, since I brought up Shazam, I should probably talk about it. You have any interest in seeing this? I, I don't. I haven't really seen like a trailer or anything, but someone kind of told me it's like DC's Deadpool, and I'm just like, or like it's like DC's version of Deadpool, no, and I was like, oh, no. yeah, I don't know, not at all. It's this is geared towards kids. It's like it's like watching Big. If you like the movie Big, you'll dig it. Really? Yeah, okay. Because just the kid gets a, becomes you know he becomes Shazam, and he just gets the powers all of a sudden. He's he's an adult, but he's still acting like a kid. It's really goofy. So it's got that big. It's just like watching Big. But it's also superhero elements. It was funny, man. Super funny. Who's the main dude in that movie? Like I've seen, I, I've, I know his name, but like, what else has he been in? Oh, oh, uh, hold on. What is his name? Why am I forgetting? I think his name's like Zach something. Yeah, Zach. Uh, Zach Levy. Zach Levy is. He's he's from Psych. Um, let's see. Let's see here. I don't know him from too much stuff to either, but I, I know him. But I just don't. Yeah. I haven't watched too much of his stuff. Uh, he was oh he was in, he was Flynn Rider and Tangled. He's from Chuck. He was in. Florida. Oh, that must be where I know him from. I used to like that show. Uh, Office Uprising. That's not The Office, is it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I never watched The Office. I've never gotten to that stuff. Oh, dude, I never watched The Office either. My girlfriend's a big Office fan, so probably in like the last like six months, we've I've watched like the entire series twice. Yeah, I've never actually been. In, into that into like the whole like let's here's a little scene and let's interview the person i don't for some reason it's never interests me i don't know why it, it's it has it has its moments craig robinson is on there for a few seasons he's pretty fucking great in that um okay but uh with that said shazam is fucking hilarious it is fun it is hilarious it reminds you of when you would go to Go go to the theater as like a nine to twelve year old, and you just see a movie and it feel good. Have good music, have fun characters, have a kid turning into an adult and he doesn't know what to do with his powers. So they're like, they're like on YouTube filming. Like, what can you do? Oh yeah, you can shoot lightning out of this thing. And and like, th- there's some of the stuff you see in the trailer. That's like you've seen that in the trailer. And it's like, a, it just it's just it's a fun movie, man. It's 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 like all the stuff Marvel and DC are doing great. But it's like we're gonna do some of that stuff. It's still DC, but we're just gonna make it fun and ex- and accessible to like anything, adults, kids, anybody. I think I'll give it a shot then. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. If you want a good time, you, you, you sold me. I'll give it. I'll give it a watch. Yeah. If you want a good time and some good laughs, it's it's good. If you like big and you like movies like that, you'll dig it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a whirl. I'll give it a watch. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really good. And the day before that, I saw us. Yeah, I saw us. So us and and Shazam, back to back, way different movies. Oh, of course, no, absolutely, way different fucking movies. Way different. Yeah, yeah, fucking way different. Um, 
what else is coming out? They got some good horse shit coming up here, man. I know. Did you see the preview? Did you see? Um, did you see the preview for Shaft for the new Shaft movie? I haven't. I saw the poster. Yeah, yeah Samuel L. Jackson is his kid, so there's like three generations of Shaft and Richard oh Roundtree. Oh my god! We saw the, I saw the we saw the preview for it before us, and I was I was like, okay, so if Richard Roundtree's not in it, I'm I have no interest. All of a sudden, this is blah blah, blah cast and Richard Roundtree. I'm like, okay, fucking perfect, great. So. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Um, did you see the commercial, the preview for uh, Ma? Yeah, it looks pretty good. I like that lady, man. She's really good. I forget her name. Yeah, like, she's good. we saw the preview, and I looked at I looked at Caitlin, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm 100 percent sold on this movie. I don't care if it's a Blumhouse movie. I'm way fucking sold." I'm, I'm looking at the Shaft right here. Uh, looking at the poster shows like the young kid and the, his dad and Shaft. Dude, that that looks like that could be fun, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I grew up on all those black exploitation movies, man. And Shaft was one of the ones that was like a favorite, and it had you know Isaac Hayes doing the music and everything, and the music was badass. And um, just has a it just has a soft spot with me, you know. Yeah, do you, do you know Vic? Do you know Ginger's brother, Vic? Uh, I believe I've met him a few times before. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. no, 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 Victor. No, no. I thought I I, I was thinking of someone else. Vic. Yeah, yeah, and, okay, uh, yeah. Victor, I, yeah. I know him. So when I was young, I used to always borrow all of his movies. Like I'm gonna get you, sucker, and. Uh, Dude, he'd always have all the cool movies, so I just go borrow them from him. Dude, I'm gonna get you, sucker. I just watched that probably about a good like three or about two, three months ago, somewhere around there. And I just <laughs> forgot always how brilliant that fucking movie is. It's so goddamn good. I don't even remember anything about it. I, I just remember the cover mostly at this point. Oh yeah, man. What is it? And, uh, Antonio Fargas is you know he's trying to put the little group together, and he was just like. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get out of jail. And he's like, come on, man. And blah, blah, blah. He's like, we'll pretend it's like we're going to take down Mr. Big like it's like 19, like whatever. And he's like, I remember that year. That's the year I won Pimp of the Year. And he does the little Pimp of the Year speech oh, or whatever. I'm looking at, I'm looking at right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's classic, man. Could they get away with shit like that anymore? Or is it like just. No, dude. No, not, not, to, no, not today, man. Hell no. Everyone not- complains, man. You can't put anything risky out. Like even like. Uh, Mrs. Dalfire, could they do that? I, th- I thought about that a couple months ago. Like, could they do that where a guy, his the wife doesn't want him around, so he dresses up like a lady and watches his own kids? That's fucking creepy, man. When you think about it like that, <laughs> it, it, it's it's funny, dude. It was like 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 that can't be done. And just like like going back to half the stuff from like like the eighties into like the mid nineties, man. It's just like you couldn't you can't pull any of that shit off today. And some of the shit that's being said in this movie, in those movies, and it's just like, no, you can't say that today was without somebody getting offended or somebody like, you know, causing a stink or anything. Yeah. And people get is, yeah, a lot of that stuff is fucked up. And it's just like now you're kind of seeing it as you're older and like, oh I didn't think of that that way when I was a kid and a teenager. But now that I'm older, yeah, it's kind of fucked off. Yeah, what about It's Pat, dude? Can we even pull that off anymore? Like, is it a guy? Is it a girl? You know, like I totally forgot about all that that whole Saturday Night Live skit and that movie until you just said it. I didn't even. I just completely went out of my head. I mean, wow. Could, could they do that anymore? Or would that stir up problems with the LGBTQ? Uh, yeah, oh no, it, it it couldn't it couldn't be done today. It couldn't be done today. Oh, what else we got? Uh, what like. All uh, white chicks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of some other movies like that. I was like, yeah, there's just a lot of things. People get too offended nowadays. Like, like just let people have fun with making movies and shit. I don't understand it. And it's the same with like with comedy and like everything else, man. You know, some of these comedians, like you know, 
a lot of people have toned their shit down just to like appease, just to like kind of cater to today's audience. And it's just like, why? I mean, it, it's it's comedy. It's funny. It's like that whole that whole Jesse Smollett. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. The whole Jesse Smollett thing that went down. Oh, yeah. And Gary, Owen, this comedian, like posted the scene from Blazing Saddles where Cleavon Little's character pulls the gun on himself and like walks himself back like he's hostage, like 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 actual footage of Jesse Smollett's like <laughs> like whatever. And so and he was saying, if you can't laugh at this, like, you know, unfollow me. And it's just I when I saw that, I laughed my ass off. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, because he and hired so, he hired guys to make it look like it was like a hate crime, right? Yeah, and and yeah, and then they he they realized it was a conspiracy and he just got off on all of the charges like two days ago. Jeez, jeez, man. Yeah, and I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> and you can't do shit anymore like that. You just can't do anything without somebody ratting you out. So what the who who would even risk that? You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. It's just you know, people do some crazy shit, man. Yeah, that's well, that's that's the fucking truth. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking truth. Everyone get, everyone gets offended. Things get changed. It happens in movies. It happens in video games. It happens in TV shows. It happens in art, man. It's just <sighs> even even shit like even like for instance, I'll, I'll give you something like totally off topic, like professional wrestling, like WWE Network are editing out chair shots from like past events i think from like from like 2015 to like the attitude era from like the mid 90s and it's like why like you know that's you know chairs and everything else are weapon like why are you editing out all these chair shots oh because it gives kids it gives people the wrong idea and i'm like oh, something oh my god 20 years ago is giving somebody the wrong idea oh but you do see a back backyard wrestling shit and that shit looks crazy <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're gonna take took exactly what I was gonna say out of, out of next out of my mouth. Perfect. Yeah, that stuff. That stuff is insane, man. Have you seen the movie The Wrestler? That was a fucking great movie. Great movie, man. Great that's movie. Super great movie. Yeah, what about that uh, that new one that just came out, the wrestling one with the girl Paige. Oh, uh, with uh, Paige. I, I had no interest in it until I saw that Nick Frost was her dad, and I was like, okay, I got to see this at some point. It's a good movie. I, I have no interest in in wrestling. It's just not my thing. It never has been my thing. I went and saw that because it looked like a good movie. It was a fucking great movie. Great Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn's in that movie, right? Yeah, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn's always the fucking asshole in every movie. He's like the likable asshole, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, Brawl in Cell Block 99. Yeah. That's my Vaughn shit. And he has the same dude that wrote and directed that. He's in – it's a movie called Dragged Across Concrete. It's Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson. It looks really fucking good. Oh yeah, yeah! I just saw that today. I was gonna check that yeah, out. I, was I, like, I, what is the, this? I saw the trailer for it a couple days ago, and I was like, okay, yeah. And this dude like wrote and directed it, and that same dude uh, wrote and produced the Puppet Master, that the newest Puppet Master that came out, and it's fucking wild. It's so fucking crazy. Oh, the pup, pu- yeah, Puppet Master is like that perfect cheese for let's just have fun with this. You know, oh, yeah. these stupid little puppets, right? Like, you're never gonna take that serious, but it's fun. It's like it's ridiculous. It's like no, the same yeah. thing with Child's Play. A lot of people are not uh, happy with the new Child's Play that's coming out, but I think it looks fun. I'll go see it. I don't know, man. It's just different. Maybe it's just because I'm a horror purist. I don't know. And yeah. it's just, it's like the Pet Cemetery remake. Like if you ever if you saw the original and you ever read the book, you see what happens. You know, you see what happens. Like what kid? Like what happens to what kid? And they totally switched it up in this trailer. And I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? It's like if they don't switch it up, people get angry. Like, oh, we already, we already knew the ending. Uh. And they switch it up, then people get angry. Oh, why'd you change it? Oh, no one's happy, yeah, man. Yeah, we're going to go see that remake. I, I have no desire to, but yeah. And then it, <laughs> my lady wants to see it. My friends want to see it. We're going to go in a big old group. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I'll be there. That's like next week, I think. 
Yeah. Fuck you. And I, I, well, it, it's, it's crazy. I really like the dude that's playing Lewis Creed. Like, that dude's great. Uh, Jason Clark. That dude's a hella good ass oh, actor. Jason Clark from Clerks? I mean, from, uh, from uh, Mallrats and all that? No, 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 no that's not Jason Clark. That's yeah, you're thinking of Jason Lee. Yeah, uh, Jason Clark. He was in this. Mo- he was in this show I liked called The Chicago Code that aired years ago. He was in the Winchester movie. Oh yeah, uh, he was, yeah, in, I, the, I he was in that movie Lawless. He's yeah. been in a bunch. Of, he was. Uh, he was in uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, I, I like Jason Clark a lot. He's the guy I always forget his name though. I I I liked. Um, I didn't like what was it? What you just said? Um, Winchester Mystery House wasn't a great movie, but it was cool because I've been there. So- a bunch oh, yeah. of times so it was kind of cool to see it but it wasn't a good movie but it was fun for me nah nah it wasn't I don't know if you guys have like a like up here we have the studio movie grill where you can like go reserve your seats there's a bar in there and then you can order like pizza and like entrees whatever we went and saw that studio movie grill and yeah it was, was alright man if you come up here I'll take you to studio, studio movie grill dude probably the best barbecue chicken pizza I've ever had uh, I love they did barbecue chicken pizzas. Fuck. Oh, bro, it was hella good for like a movie theater. For like a movie theater, yeah, they did pretty fucking good. Yeah, we started doing that too. We started getting all the bars and shit in in the theaters. It's super expensive. I'll never buy it. But. Isn't it weird though, compared to when you were a kid, just going and getting playing some video games, taking the pictures in like the little photo booth, and yeah. going to your fucking Juji fruits and popcorn and soda. Now you can go get full meals and go get a fucking go get a go get a sex on the beach or something. <laughs> yeah, get a sex on the beach. Sex yeah. in the movie th- get some sex in the movie theater. We can't get sex in the movie theater anymore. I'm sure we all did our freaky shit in the back of the movie theater as a young, young as youngsters. We can't do that no more. I will, I will neither confirm anything or deny anything. <laughs> hey, I, I've been there. Lots of <laughs> lots of shit like that happened. I could definitely confirm that. But I don't, I don't even think you can get away with that anymore. It's probably cameras in those theaters. I I remember people you would see like kids like taking hit t- smoking weed and blowing it into a backpack and shit. Like like it was, it was so stupid, dude. Oh, I, yeah. did, I didn't do that, but I have seen it. I think one of my fondest memories of getting high in a movie theater is when the first Toy Story came out. And me and a friend of mine and this girl I was dating at the time when I – oh, God, I think it came out when I was like 17. Yeah, and there was nobody in the theater. And we just like, oh, hey, let's smoke this joint in the movie theater. And we smoked in the movie theater. And we were right by the exit door. So, like, anytime we took a rip, we just got to the exit door, just open it and blow <laughs> it out. Oh, yeah, man. That was probably one of my fondest memories of getting lit in a movie theater. In Toy Story. In Toy Story. Oh my god, that would make Toy Story. That would be like the funnest movie. Like I love the the charm of Toy Story. I'm so excited to see this new one coming out. It looks amazing, man. Toy Story Four. Yeah, and, uh, awesome. Jordan, Jordan, yeah, and Jordan Peele and Keegan and Michael Key are voices of something in that. They're in the, one of the trailers. Oh, sweet. sweet. Oh, wow, cool. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Was, yeah, I was like, way cool. Fuck yeah. Like Jordan Peele's just blowing up so so hard, man. I'm I'm so stuck. I'm stuck for the Twilight Zone show. I think that starts next week. Oh damn! I haven't even seen trailers on that, but I've heard about it. Really? Oh, you need to you need to get on it, dude. Like, yeah, like they redid a couple of the classic episodes. Like they did the re- they redid the one. I think it was like Nightmare at like fifty thousand feet, and Adam Scott is the one that's on the plane. Uh, Stephen Yun from The Walking Dead is like a villain in one, and he's got this creepy pencil thin mustache and this top hat. It looks oh. real weird. Nice. What, what is that on TV? It's gonna be on CBS All Access, which I think is like a like a like a pay app or whatever. Yeah, so I'm just gonna wait till it comes on. I'm gonna wait till it comes on my streaming site and just download the episodes there and watch them. Yeah, hell yeah, I'll find it. I'll find a way. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, look, it looks it looks pretty solid. Like they have, they put some more trailers and promo stuff out for it. it looks really fucking good. Well, I haven't even, I haven't seen anything on that. I, I like oh. Adam Scott, man. He always makes movies kind of fun. I don't know why. 
Guys, hey, Step Brothers, man, that's one of the main reasons I like Step Brothers so much. Dude, Step Brothers, I, I when I saw it in the theater, the whole fucking theater was like rumbling of laughter. You'd miss you'd miss lines completely because people were laughing like they didn't know what the fuck to expect. That movie was wild, man. That was so funny, dude. It just it has so many classic lines. You could just like, did you touch my drumstick? Did you touch my drum set? <laughs> you know, like, all those. Like, that movie was good. Like, it's so uh, when they knock when they knock each other out, and then the mom like is like, "What the fuck?" With like the hose, and she's flinging the hose, and they're all knocked out on the ground. <laughs> oh, and the, yeah, on the I grass. thought that was fucking hilarious, but it was so it was so funny just the way she kind of snapped and said that. Like, yeah, all that's a that's a funny movie, man. Boats and hose, boats and hose. Yep. Oh man, I haven't watched that movie in a while. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that this weekend. <laughs> I don't know if it'll hold up. When did that come out? Not like ten years ago, probably easily. Ten years ago, yeah. It had it had to been like ten years. Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe. Yeah. You yeah, know, that's about right. I think it's about ten years. I think like maybe two thousand eight or two thousand nine. That sounds about right. Did you ever see like Bruno and Borat? Those fucking movies are stupid as shit, dude. They're so funny though. Borat was okay. The only good thing about Bruno was when Harris, when like they showed him like the character trying to like interview Harrison Ford, and he goes up to Harrison Ford, and Harrison Ford tells him to fuck off. Dude, Bruno, what, what about when he goes in that and he has like the the Mexican guys come out as their tables and shit? He has like sushi on them, and they come out and sit down. Was that Paula Abdul? They're, I think so. They're doing an interview. I, I, You're like, oh my god, how did they get that these this this actress to do this? <laughs> like. If, if you do want to watch, if you do want to watch something cool with Sasha Baron Cohen, he did this TV show called Who Is America. I heard about that. I heard it's really incredible. Oh man! Like, there's one episode where he did this character and he got to interview OJ Simpson, and like he had he, he like Sasha Baron Cohen, this girl, and then he's doing the character, and he's and he's like he's like oh Mr. OJ, and he was just like he, he's like when you you know. When when you when you and your wife like when when you guys would you grab her and would you hug her but hug her like this and he puts his his hands around the girl's throat and starts strangling her back and forth. Oh, random girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He Sasha Baron Cohen's doing it to the girl that's with him. Like the character's totally an actress. Oh, okay, he's okay. Like, and he's like, when you hug your wife, do you hug her like this? And he's like strangling the girl. And OJ's looking at him like, what in the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Dude, yeah, you it's, 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 a crazy show, man. it's 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 a fucking wild show. You probably like it. Yeah, I like it. It's just so dumb, but he's so good at tricking people. Like Oh god, yeah. Oh like, hell yeah. Bruno is is just they had that thing where they the people were coming in watching those test videos and it was just him slapping his dick around and people were like, What the fuck? It's just he he's so funny. It just it just get, he gets people to do the stupidest shit. Like he, they have no idea. In one of the episodes in Who is America, he actually got a, a Trump aide to admit that he likes getting rim jobs. Oh my god, I got I got to watch that. <laughs> I heard that's good. I also heard Sarah Silverman has a show that's pretty good. It's really good. I watched some of it with my lady. It, it was pretty solid, but I think like Hulu whoever it was canceled it and she went on some like big old like rant or something or like she got really pissed off or I don't know. They canceled it for some stupid reason. Oh, uh, he's like probably Sarah Silverman probably said something and they're like, "Oh, can't be affiliated with you." I've been watching the show Smilf and I love Smilf. And Frankie Shaw, who writes it, directs it, and 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 acts in it, she, I guess, one of the other girls, uh, Samari Samara Weavering, is that her name? You know, what I'm talking about the girl. Was she in- was in. She was in this Netflix movie called The Babysitter. Yeah, that's- Babysitter. Yeah, Babysitter. I guess she felt pressured into doing the sex scene, and she, she tried to press charges or something, and uh, it actually. Really? It actually got cleared. It got cleared with Showtime, and it got cleared with I think it's ABC or CBS, and um, 
but they still like they're like, all right, we're not we'll let the show go through this season, but we're not gonna we're not gonna carry it anymore. And it's like, ah, it's fucked up, man. It's just, wow, I've I've never I've I've heard of the show, I just never gave it like a watch. I know some people I know watch it. Yeah, I really like it because it's kind of like. Have you do you watch um, uh, Atlanta? No, I do not. Dude, Should I? Atlanta is a fucking incredible show, man. Really? Yeah. Huh. What's the, what, what channel is it on? Or who, who's who did who's what station or whatever? Uh, it's um, Atlanta. Hold on. Uh, or what studio? That shows. Uh, I'm having a brain fart right now. I'm having a lot of brain farts, man. It's on FX. It's on FX. Okay, I might have to give it a whirl. I'll check it out. Yeah, that's um, uh, fuck, dude. I wish I just Dan. It's Donald Glover's show, so he writes okay. and directs it. And it's just it's really creative. The first season and second season are kind of different, but it's just each episode just kind of its own adventure. It's really yeah, huh. it is really good. Zazie Beats is in it. Um, I love her. Yeah, she plays her, his um his baby's mama. It's a really, yeah. it's a really good show, man. Uh, the one guy I love that's in it, uh, what's his name? Brian Tyree Henry. Mm-hmm. Oh, that dude's awesome, dude. Yeah, I have to give it a whirl. It's like I don't watch much TV anymore, man. It's just like nothing like grabs me anymore. Like I think just we just finished the third season of True Detective. Like we just finished that. Um, I don't know if you ever watched The Deuce on HBO, but we're we the second season of that aired, and we we haven't watched it. But like it's like stuff like that, like. It has to really grab me in order for me yeah. to watch something. I'll give it like three episodes, and after three episodes, I'm like, uh-uh, nah, screw it, I'm done. Well, I yeah, can't go. If you don't like, if you, if it doesn't hook you by three episodes, then it's pointless, man. Yeah, I think like the last show, like I really like, truly like, love that like I got a kick out of was Vice Principals. Oh, you know, I saw a couple episodes of that. That was that was pretty good, man. I, but, I love I love what's his face, <laughs> uh, Danny McBride. Yeah, and Wal- Walton Goggins is great too. Like that show, like that's that's something you should go back and like watch. It only lasted, it only went the two seasons, but it wrapped up like everything like fine, and it was really really good. It seems like the the really creative shows like that that try to be creative and kind of kind of independent, you know, and less like, yeah. you know, they're not dumping a hell of money into it. Those shows don't seem to last, but they seem to be the best ones. Yeah, and and it's just like you get something cool like on Netflix, like Punisher, and then like of course they dump all those Marvel shows now, and they like I mean all those Marvel like series, like Daredevil was great, and then they dump Daredevil, and they dump Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and then they just dump Punisher after they just aired the second season. Yeah, I heard that and Disney it's... might do, they might reboot them, but they're going to be reboots. They're not going to be the same shows we know, and that's sad because Daredevil and Punisher are outstanding shows. Like John Barenthal was like probably made to play that Frank Castle Fuck role. He was, dude. He was, man. It's like when you <laughs> I thought I would always look at him and see Shane from The Walking Dead, but now you just now you see Frank. <laughs> yeah. And I always forget that he was on The Walking Dead too and watching Punisher. Like, oh yeah, he was on The Walking Dead for a couple seasons. <laughs> dude, are you watching Walking Dead currently? Dude, I have not watched it since I stopped watching it after that. What was the the governor season? Season three. Yeah, three I stopped four. watching it, and then I went back when they started doing the whole Negan thing. And then right after they didn't give me the payoff of who got their brain smashed in, I was like, I can't, I can't justify how how cool Jeffrey Dean Morgan is. I can't watch this anymore. Uh, that was probably my second favorite episode. Just leaving us hanging like that. Oh my god. 
Uh, yeah, and I was I was a big fan of the comic, and yeah, and I was just like, oh, this is like set up like comic frame by frame, word by word, and then when they just left it on that cliffhanger, and I'm like, fuck no, I wanted to see somebody die. When they came back, that was a good episode. This last season has been really good without Rick. No more Rick. It's like that's what I heard. Yeah, it's, that's it's why been that's crazy. Yeah, there, there was a lot of deaths that just happened this last week. <laughs> and I know they're doing the whisper, the whisper storyline. The whisper storyline is pretty fucking wild. Yeah, the whispers. That's just. That's a crazy idea. I was like, okay, that sounds like when people said that the whispers are coming, they've been saying this for three seasons. I've been hearing friends. Oh, yeah. And then when they I finally came, I figured that's going to be too weird for a show. It's, it's going to be too comic booky, right? Like Ezekiel's uh, Tiger. It just seemed too comic booky. And that, that was in the show. But I figured this would be too, but they made it really work good. Like it's really Yeah. Good. And, Caitlin, and Caitlin, Caitlin like watched it. Like I watched like some of the episodes. I, she stopped watching it two seasons ago she hasn't been back to it since and i watched a couple episodes and i was just like hey i don't know and she just fell out of it and i just went back to forgetting it was even like a thing yeah i'm still pretty dedicated to it but they do it too much like fuckery man where they set up something on an episode and then you wait till the next week and they come back and they show a different storyline you're like wait 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 you left us on a cliffhanger now you're gonna go do this side story at this fucking whatever uh, Oceanside and then are you going to do this other side story for another episode like wait is Glenn alive or not like come on quit fucking with us I think they'll probably I think they'll get me back because it was last year I think last year the year before last they did a Robert Kirkman did a um, was a four episode four issue thing on Negan's entire backstory and I read it and it is fucked up if they ever do like Negan's standalone backstory episodes oh I have to go back and I have to watch it hmm yeah, Negan's in a weird place right now, so I'm hoping. Yeah, that's what that someone I know that kind of fills me in, like like a little bit what's going on. He was kind of saying the same thing. Yeah, there was this crazy uh, episode. Okay, spoilers, guys! Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers! Spoiler Skip alert. ahead twenty seconds. Okay, last <laughs> last week on last week's episode, when Michonne had to murder all those kids and cut them all up because they were gonna get her because she was pregnant. Oh my god, dude, that was a fucking intense scene, man. She's pregnant with kids. All these kids are gonna kill her. She has to kill all those kids to save her baby. That was insane. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Someone told me as. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? <laughs> it was just the way they presented it. It was actually the the most boring episode they've ever done. And I was like, oh, this is boring. And at the very end, they pulled that shit. And I was like, holy shit. Uh, okay, spoilers done, guys. If you heard All right. Say, if you heard me say that, then you probably heard the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some cool shows right now. Like Killing Eve. I just started watching that. Second season's coming. That's a really interesting show. I want to watch what we do in shadows, the TV show version of it. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that really enjoyed the movie. I have some oh, uh, never seen brilliant. it. So what? Oh, oh, get on it, <laughs> get on it, get on it! It's fucking brilliant. It, it's so good. It's like a, a fake documentary about vampires, kind of, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, trust me, you 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 will really enjoy it. Isn't there a sequel like Weird Wolves? Um, I believe so, or they're supposed to be doing something else with that. But the TV show is kind of like just more of the continuation of like kind of like how the more the movie left off. And if you want to watch a cheesy like a cheesy horror like Wolf movie, watch Wolf Cop and another Wolf Cop. <laughs> what? Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop. Is it, is it a another... guy who's a w- werewolf, or is it a wolf? Basically, the story is like it, it, it's it's a Canadian film, and this this dude's like a sheriff's deputy, and oh, he gets bit right by now. a werewolf, and he is a werewolf who is a cop, or oh, like shit. some of my friends is like like a dog who is a cop. This isn't even that old. Couple wolf Cop's old. great, bro. You like you you literally see boobs in like the first like three seconds. Yeah, 
are they wolf titties? Like you got like six of them? Oh no, dude! You just see like boobies throughout the entire movie, dude. It's just like like a whole like like imagine if like if Porky's met like like a fucking like a cheesy ass action movie like that. That seems cool, cool and cheesy, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, you, dude, you, you'd love Wolf Cop too. Wolf Cop's fucking great. Have you seen Splice? I have not. That's on Amazon Prime, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. It may it may or may not be. It's yeah. like super cheesy like that too. Like there's a. When people die and become ghosts in this world, they kind of live all along. They, they live. They're still in the world, but they're ghosts. So it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. weird like that. So when somebody dies, oh. immediately they'll just become a ghost and kind of live life around everyone else. But they're ghosts. And there's werewolves. And it's, kind of, it's weird. It's cheesy, man. <laughs> it's got that rap, a chance of rappers in it. Yeah. Yeah. I just figured out who that guy was. I I don't listen to today's hip hop, and I heard that name like numerous times. He has like some like radio show too, or something. That I guess it's popular, or he's on some radio show. Yeah, I don't really know his music very much, but uh, I heard him on a podcast. He was they were talking about his music and shit. He's a stand. He's a standout guy. Like he's a good guy, right? He's he's like a good guy. Like he's not a fucking asshole. He's very independent, but he does a lot of charity shit, and like he seems like a cool dude. I can't do it in today's hip hop, man. I can't do like Drake or like any of this shit, man. I listen to that shit. I, I turn on to go through stations like on Sirius on my Sirius satellite radio in my car, and I'm just like, what the hell is half of this shit? I just leave it on the old school station all the time. Uh, what about Tech Nine? I love Tech Nine, Tech dude. Oh my awesome. god. What about uh, what about like uh, Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> I, I can't get into it, I man. Love, it's uh, Kendrick Lamar is one of my favorites right now. Then yeah he did didn't wasn't he the, didn't he do all like the Black Panther the, the Black Panther soundtrack or he yeah did that was that was okay but that wasn't where his creative shit comes out yeah hip hop's just it's different it's different than like the the golden era from like the late seventies to like the mid to late nineties it's yeah. different now mid to late nineties RBL Bone Thugs when the, you know Bone Thugs was like new and in NWA Dre and see you said RBL Posse dude and I think I, I posted something about RBL Posse like about a month or so ago and you just like hella chimed in and I was like holy shit that's what's up that was one of my uh, the RBL self titled album was one of my f- dude I had that on my I had that on repeat dude on my tape deck for the one was like the one with the bluebird and I got my yeah. nine yeah. and passes the zigzags and all that oh yeah man pass me the zigzags so I can <laughs> Rolling up. Wait, let's oh, smoke. Yeah, I was about to say, like one, like, it's like one and two, the three. I need some Indo weed. <laughs> Dude, I used to love RBL. I remember right after that album came out, the uh, I think it was Black Sea got murdered, right? Yeah, he got murdered. Like, oh god, like years back. Like, I want to say like fifteen years back, maybe not a little bit longer. I think it was. I think it was right after that album came out. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's some classic Bay Area shit, dude. Farside, dude. Farside, some feel good hip hop, dude. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Keep running away. That just makes you feel good, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Now I gotta listen to that album on the on the way to. I'm gonna listen to that album on the way to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> You're gonna have to now, huh? dude. That, that it's, video it's they fun. made where everything was in reverse. That was fucking. Oh, uh, the video dope, for uh, Drop and the Beastie Boys are in that. Oh, it's so awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah, dude. No, I, I remember seeing that when it first aired, and I was like, what in the fuck am I watching? This is fucking crazy how they're doing this shit. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing how they got – they did it in reverse, but they still got to, like, lip sync the words and shit. Like, it, fuck, dude, it's really <laughs> weird, dude. Crazy. Yeah, crazy yeah, there's shit, only two dude. of them. There's only two in, two Fireside members now. Like, they, like, it's only been two for, like, about a good, like, 15, 20 years. 
Yeah. Which is crazy. Wow, okay. Yeah, so back in the, like, the things I remember most back back first getting into hip hop, obviously Snoop, Dre, all that shit, but like Spice One, E40, <laughs> um, all the, never the, never No Limit, that shit was like okay, but it was super yeah. popular back in the day. Yeah, dude, and Master P was Master P, and all them were living in Richmond. Oh yeah, dude, all those early like No Limit albums are fucking great. Yeah, took the shocker, uh, mm-hmm. mystical, mystical, dude, mystical. I, he's on a uh, mystical's on. Um, uh, do you know who Joiner Lucas is? Rings a bell. Uh, have you listened to Eminem's latest album? I have not. Okay, well, he's on one of the. He's like on like the best song on that album. But he's he's an upcoming uh, rapper. But he has he has messages. If you watch his videos. There's like they ha- he has messages, man. He's fucking phenomenal, but he has a, he has a song with Mystical, and it's like, oh my god, Mystical's still rapping, dude. This is like a recent song too. It was fucking awesome, dude. Uh, like, oh god, I'm racist, like Mystical, but can I do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did I do that? Oh, man. oh my god, dude, you're just taking me down memory lane with some of this shit that I haven't even thought of in like a couple years. Wow, oh, dude, I'm trying to think of like the stuff. Like there was standout shit. Um. Uh, obviously, like KRS-One, that's more hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, Sac- Sacramento had a great hip hop scene. We had like Sibo, Brother Lynch, Hung. Oh, brother, brother Lynch, <laughs> Hung. Yeah, he's he's. Yeah, man. Yeah, that fool lives in uh, that fool lives in LA now. Still cranking out music. He's actually gonna be playing up here. I think like towards like the middle of May. I'm gonna go. I haven't seen Lynch play in years. Yeah, he's um Brother Lynch is on a uh, it's on Tech Nine's album now a record label. Yeah, straight. Yeah, strange music. Yep. There's a lot of yeah, good, a lot of good people on his uh dude, just a lot of good people on his on his on his record thing. He's got see, I like Tech Nine because he's creative in his own way, and the music he brings onto his label is creative in their own way. Like Ritz and all all those yeah. people, man, they've all got their own style. And I, it's cool to Who's see. Who's the dude that sounds strange that I really like the tours on? Chris Calico. Chris Calico oh, is dope. Chris Calico, yeah, he's got like two colored eyes, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that dude. Yep. That, that dude's awesome, dude. Dude, I, mean, I know you guys get some shows down there, dude. Uh, they, I know they're, they're. Where's that venue in Fresno? Strummers. I know Strummers gets a lot of like cool like shows and like some hip hop shows every so often. Strummers Club Fresno. I, I don't ever go to clubs though. I don't really got anybody who wants to go out to him. And you know, Tony's not really into doing that kind of shit. Yeah, not just go by yourself, man. If some someone cool comes to town there, like just yeah, man, just get a ticket and go, dude. It's, I think it's it's just like a venue. It's like they got like a bar and all that shit, and then there's a, there's like a stage. I think that place holds like something like six, seven hundred people. Yeah, I used to go to a lot of comedy clubs. I mean, not comedy, um, hip hop clubs and shit. And uh, I used to go to um, uh, what's that one in Frisco? It's like Time. It's not Times Square, but I forget what it's called. But I used to we used to go all, up there all the time to watch all the the like underground hip hop shows, dude. It's fucking so Maritime much fun, Hall? man. Maritime Hall? Yeah, there you Maritime. go. Yeah. Dude, I saw Run DMC there. I saw Run DMC there. God, oh my God, maybe like 99? Like 99, 98 or 99. I don't remember when it was, but yeah, I saw a ton of great shows there. Like De La Soul played there. Tri- Tribe Called Quest played there. Yeah, oh, dude, Tribe Called Quest, dude, the love album. Was it Love Movement? Dude, that, yep. that, that's a fucking great album, dude. It's kind of slept on album too, man. A lot of people, a lot of heads don't like that album. I'm like, that album's dope. Like everybody's got like lyrics and there's beats on that are sick. Yeah, they just every it's a feel good album kind of, you know. Yeah, and that was like their last album they did until like the one they were recording, and then Fife died, and it's just I still can't believe that dude's dead. Still bugs me out, dude. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. What about uh, what um, the Alcoholics? Do you know them? I saw them. Oh, yeah, that, that was fun, dude. Yeah. 
They sampled um, they sampled the the score from Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon for one of their songs. Oh shit! I, wish, wish I, I think it's the song it Let It Out or Let It All Out. Yeah, they 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 sampled Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon main theme for that. What about uh, you, Living Legends? Are you a fan of them? Oh yeah, Mystic, Mystic Journeyman, all them. Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I did a song with Picasso years ago. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I got, I got him to come and hang out with us in Santa Clara at our, at, our, at our house, and we recorded a song. Holy shit. You still have that? Somewhere. I'd have to dig it up, dude. That was... that was You, 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 have, you have it. Dig it up. I want to hear that. Yeah. That was, uh, <laughs> that was fun times, man. And he got on the... He got on my keyboard, and he like... Because we made the beat already, and he got on there, and he, he fucked with the bass line, and it was, it was kind of cool, man. It was cool. It was fun time. Yeah, uh, miss, like I like I met. There's these dudes up here, the Cuff, and they oh, they were yeah, like, Cuff Daddy, man. Yeah, dude, those are those are all my those are all my cats, man. Shit, like Nate and all them. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. That's yeah, that's, how I, that's how I got to like get turned on to Mystic Journeyman. Man, the Cuff were like ho- local hip hop, like heroes and legends. I see those fools up and down the streets, you know. When I was a teenager, I'm like holy shit, that's fucking Nate the Great. That's fucking RJ, <laughs> you know. And one of them tends bar. One of them still tends bar. Like at this bar, like not too far from where I live, I pop in there. I go say what's Mad G. Mad G tends bar over there. I go over there and say what's up to him if I stop in there. Dude, that that was that was fun times, man. I used to go to all. I used to go to a lot of those shows. Bus driver. I don't know if you ever heard of bus driver. Bus driver. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Oh dude, that dude's fucking crazy. You ever seen him live, man? He's fucking. Fun, oh, I dude. never have. Dude, he's fun. He just gets. You just get involved, man. He he raps so fast, dude. It's just hilarious. Uh, wow. I don't know if you ever heard of Mega Abusive. He used to host a lot no, of those I shows. Not. At like Cactus mm-hmm. Club and shit. He used to host a lot of those shows. Uh, he got he was famous for like um uh what's the guy's name? AC one? AC AC alone? AC alone, yeah. He he battled mm-hmm. him and ripped him up in a, in really? a yeah. He did a freestyle. They did a freestyle, he kicked his ass, dude. Dude, I loved AC alone, dude, back when he was in that uh freestyle fellowship. Yeah, dude, yeah, that's that's good shit too, right there. That's a uh, yeah, holy shit! I'm talking about some old hip hop I haven't even thought of in years. Oh man, man. yeah. God. Right when I start, when I start, right when Freestyle Fellowship came out of my mouth, I was like, holy shit! I haven't listened to that album in fucking days. Yeah, dude, there's some good classic underground albums, dude. A lot of that, a lot of like Eli's and the Grouch's albums. I still listen to the Grouch, um, Simp- the Simple Man, the one with Simple Man. What's the album called? I don't know. Making, uh, I don't know. He has a fun, his his music, man. It, make, it just brings me back. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man. That's just fuck. Those are some good times, man. Man, I'm gonna be on a hip hop kick all week. I'm gonna be listening. To all <laughs> shit. I gotta start Spotifying all some of this old shit. Plot those old uh, atmosphere albums. The uh, atmosphere was just here not that long ago, like two weeks ago. Hell, people. I, I, I saw him at Maritime Hall. I saw him there, dude. I, that was a fucking great show, dude. Yeah, he sold out uh, Ace of Spades, which is our like like big venue here that holds like 1,200 people. So that that concert sold out in like 15, 20 minutes, and like tickets did not last. I was like, holy shit, atmosphere's still around. What the fuck? Fun fact: He DM'd me on Twitter about a podcast, but then I never got a reply. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh. I was like, oh, well, I I got the shakes, dude, because I've been listening to Atmosphere forever. And I'm like, oh my god. Oh, can I get slug on? Oh, dude, that would be so badass. Even if it's for 15 minutes, I just I just. Fuck yeah, that would be so cool. Holy shit, dude. Oh man. He hit me up. Like he DM'd me first about about podcasts, and then I hit him back and then uh he didn't reply. Maybe he's busy or whatever. This is, this is a, like a over a year ago. And then I just I just been 
I never replied. But I've got that open DM, you know. Once someone DMs you, you can hit him back. I should hit him back up, dude. That would be amazing. I was about to say, man, do it. Hey, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't hurt to try. Shit. Yeah, I also, my, uh, a friend of mine, my friend Kritzia, her husband is, like, best friends with Merce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I want to ask her for like, hey, can you just pass a message? I'd love to get him for an interview because he's with Strange Music now. I don't know if you'd even do it. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. The old time, man. Good music, dude. Uh, Merce, dude. All that shit, dude. That was awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. Shay taking me. Like I said, man, I'm about to Spotify the fuck out of some shit. <laughs> I'm going to go down that actually, we're gonna start, we're gonna, yeah, We're going to start packing up like just like some small shit. I'm going to be blasting some old ass hip hop all weekend, man. You got Spotify premium? Uh, no, I just have the regular one. I signed up for Apple Music when I got this iPad. And so I got like a free like for three month thing for Apple Music. So I'll probably find everything on Apple Music. I guess I'm assuming it's something like Spotify. Uh, so. Yeah, maybe. Have, have you heard of a rapper named Token? Young Kid? Name rings a bell. I think I think one of the young cats that works with me, I think, like, has mentioned that name. Okay, so he is, like, the most standout artist I could think of right now. Listening to his music, it's impressive, man. He's He does freestyles. He's went on Sway in the Morning and did freestyles, like, six-minute freestyles, no flaws, perfect really? timing and everything, man. He He's amazing, dude. Um, He's done. He just did a song with Tech Nine. He had Tech Nine on his uh, his recent album, his new album he just put out. He's only like he's only eighteen or nineteen, but dude, he's phenomenal, dude. If you write that that down, just check him out. Check out Token. He he had he, he okay. some of the shit he says. It's there's there's meaning behind it. Like he's he's got some real shit to say. It's not about bitches, hoes, and and fucking forty inch tires and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like he has some he really says shit dude like he has some good songs with some meaning about it okay yeah all right i'm gonna yeah i'll i'll, I'll pull some of his shit up dude i'll give it a whirl yeah, yeah you, got, called you, got, you got me hyped now you got me hyped on that uh, now oh, dude he's like he's like the guy i've been listening to right now uh and um just going back to you because he's so fucking good and i'm just like dude this kid's young dude by the time he's 25 He's gonna take. Uh, dude, he's good. He's as good as Eminem, I would say. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, dude. Okay, well, we're gonna wrap the podcast up right here. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna get my girlfriend on. We're gonna do a, like a 10 minute spoiler review of uh, us if you're cool with that. Yeah, man. Okay, cool. So everybody, let's get to the wrap up show. Hey, yo, Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? I'm in. Wrap it up, son. All right. Um. Okay. So now, if you want, I don't know if you want anybody to, or just give a plug out for your social media you don't have to it's up to you man um yeah i mean sure if anybody wants to find me on what's the what's the the instagrams as the kids call it these days is that is that what man it's the igs man the igs uh you can find me you can find me at hot wired soul all together um i do work with a podcast called say you love satan you can find them on instagram say you love satan podcast um it's basically an 80s horror podcast the host talks a bunch of shit and i help him out with the social media <laughs> stuff, doing some promoting so it's fun man like i said and yeah that's the two places where you can probably find me the most oh what is it called say you love satan okay i'll write that down yeah man it's a fun podcast dude. and they do it they just cover a lot of like 80s like 80s like late 70s like early 90s horror and they're they're all great and i just became friends with them. like i stumbled on their second episode and then we just all became friends like hey do you want to help us with some of like the social media stuff and then things i'm like yeah sure why not awesome, so dude. sounds yeah. very demanding though say you love satan say you love satan now 
it, it, it's it's a, it's a good show, man. They do they do a lot of rad shit. So yeah, it sounds very yeah, man. That's 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 where that's where that's where everybody can find me if everybody wants to find me, I guess. Awesome, man. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at awkward underscore podcast. My personal Twitter is at they call me Iams. If you guys want a game, PS4, Xbox, any of that shit, hit me up. They call me Iams is my gamer tag. I'm on if the- anybody. Anybody wants to hop on PlayStation 4 and play with me, you can find me under RMY3178 altogether. RMY3178. Oh, I'll hit you up, dude. Yes, sir. Hey, yo. I'm on the Hush Your Face Network with all the other good shows. Horrible Gamers, big shout out to all of them. You know, fun shit all the time. Random Ramblings, Brand X, all those cool podcasts. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Horribly Awkward Show, I believe, and Facebook. Yeah, just find me on Facebook if you want. Drop me a voicemail if you'd like, 510-600-3475. Or email me, horriblyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. Boom! We hit the end! We hit the end, Rick. Any last words, man? Or semi-last words? We're Americans. (laughs) America! Fuck yeah! I know, it's America, right? America! Fuck yeah! Yep. Damn it. As Gidget would say. Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Hey, it's the S to the M. And the L to the Issa. Americans in the house, so drop your listen. Poor with glee, backward cock flies. Merrily sock, bird telecast. Destiny doctor downcast. Callously squandered lambas. Heavenly slaughtered broadcast. It's the horribly awkward podcast. Welcome to our US spoiler review. Review, spoiler review, US Jordan Pill movie. Guys, crazy Santa Cruz. I love Santa Cruz. People are afraid to go to Santa Cruz, I'm hearing now, but it is awesome. <laughs> so, we've all, we, all three of us like this movie a lot. I'm going to say I loved it. I know Rick loved it because he saw it twice and he wants to go see it a third time. What about you, Alyssa? I didn't love it. Oh, what? I've actually changed my opinion on it. It's been downgraded how i just i don't like the way the third act was handled and the fact that i had to watch videos after the movie which at first i was like okay that'll bump it up half a star to what i originally gave it but then i thought well if i need to watch videos explaining things in this movie i shouldn't have to do that so i don't know i just it just went off the rails for me at the third act. Mm, I, I don't like think it was handled act. well. I, I, was I just don't think it was handled well. Uh, I don't. I didn't. I when I walked out of it, I didn't have any questions. Though I understood everything. I didn't need to watch videos. When when I saw the test cut, like I totally like did not get what the fuck he was trying to do. I was like, okay, like I'm I'm gonna figure this out eventually. And then once he started like doing like little promo things, like getting ready for the trailer and like explaining little things and already seeing the cut, nobody's seen it hardly. And I'm like, okay, now I understand what he's trying to do. But it was going back to like like just everything he laid in that movie like i think i've missed like i've probably found half of the stuff i need to see it a third time to catch the other half of the stuff that is symbolic i loved i loved every bit of the symbolism in that movie from what i caught and the third act i thought was great and it's just i i don't know what more to say about it yeah i like the third act well you know i for one i grew up uh, I grew up 20 miles from Santa Cruz, so I spent a lot of time in the in the in the summer. I spent a lot of time there. We go there all the time, 
So just the fact that they used Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk as a template for the whole movie, and they didn't change the name. They actually used the boardwalk. You, you see all the concession stands and the rides and all that stuff clicked with me. But I, I thought it was just, just neat. I'm thinking, it made me think like, oh, this whole time I've been at the boardwalk, there are some fucking creepy-ass people underneath. Is there a little Sean down there going... <laughs> You know, making weird noises and shit. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I really liked it. The third act was out there, but I, I, I'm always interested in those kind of movies. Hereditary did the same thing. It went crazy at the last bit of it, but that stuff interests me for some reason. How do you guys feel? <laughs> it's Go ahead, Alyssa. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I think Hereditary did it better. I felt like it was going in that motion, that direction, it didn't totally just veer off uh, veer off the rails it was currently on. I feel like us was going on a certain track, and then all of a sudden it went, Wark! and I just didn't like that. Like, if you're going to throw a different genre in, do it in a way that works. Don't just, like, throw it in all of a sudden, because it does go a science fiction route a little bit, and I feel like if you're going to throw science fiction into a horror movie do it either from the very beginning or work it in where it just is plausible instead of just throwing it in at the last minute. I never saw it as science fiction. Well, I mean, spoiler, government cloning. I mean, it's not far from science fiction, but at the moment, currently in time, science fiction. Well, I never took it as government cloning either. Yes, government cloning. I thought it was, yeah, like, I didn't... I, I thought it was like these dark shadows that were born underneath the boardwalk. No, it, it was a government. It was a government program that failed, so they kept everyone under the boardwalk after the program failed, and they just, you know, they kept rabbits there because obviously rabbits multiply like crazy as their food source, and that's it. It was just there are a bunch of clones down there that it was a failed experiment, Where and they were left there. From? That sounds way wrong. That's... I wa- I watched several videos, and they all said the same thing, and I, I'm just. I, I don't I don't know and I, I think it's also kind of like you know like the fan theories like I've seen like a shit ton of these fan theories and I'm just like where the fuck are you are some of these people like pulling this shit from and it's just I just thought it was nothing like probably like just kind of like how Alyssa was saying like as something like gone completely wrong and these people are banished to live underground and like feed off of rabbits and like survive the best way that they can and they're going to come back and they're going to have their presence felt one way or another but they were like the they were like all born on the same at the same time with the same people above on the boardwalk how would that be a government cloning <laughs> don't know yeah i think this is one of those things that's, that's, I, that's, I, i'd have to hear jordan pill say, admit to that because i don't i think that's just some some people blowing shit out of the water i don't i don't i think that's bullshit it's it's just I think it's just he just left he just did a bunch of stuff to left it open like for it to however you're gonna interpret it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's interpreting this movie in like a different weird way. Like I've just seen all sorts of different shit regarding this movie, and I'm just like, I don't know if any of that seems right to me. But hey, if it seems right to somebody else, you know, hey, go for it. I mean, I'd rather go with that theory or whatever than the just oh these people randomly appeared down there. Like that makes it worse for me. I'm just like that makes no sense at all. Well, horror movies don't make sense. I like it when they make sense. I thought it made <laughs> sense. I, you know, like they're all there was like these dark shadows of people born underneath the boardwalk, blah blah blah, and then the one girl comes out with the whatever. She sees the other girl, strangles her, 
handcuffs her down there. She went and lived the normal girl's life, and the other girl was like down there just living, plotting. I don't know. It's great. I yeah, she, I, I, I liked it. It's just like she just, I guess, like the clone, but not the clone. wanted wanted her revenge and decided to, you know, decided to to eventually get it, which she was trying to do along with the clones of everybody else. Yeah, she never really quite adapted right. Like when she's like snapping on rhythm, it's it's not on rhythm. When she's like in the car, like trying to tell her little son to be on rhythm, and she's way off rhythm. Like it didn't make any. Oh yeah. You know? Like she never really quite adapted the way she would talk to her husband and freak out. It was not really like a way a human being would react in most situations, right? It, the other thing that kind of I, I kind of it, it hit me a couple of days ago. Me and a friend of mine were talking about it, and there's. The girls, the twin daughters, are one of them's wearing a black flag shirt. The other guy in the Borok's wearing a black flag shirt, and so I'm sitting there thinking about it. And then our friends talking, like talking about, oh yeah, you know, like the symbolism of the music and and everything. And so I'm sitting there thinking about. It, and I'm listening to Black Flag a couple days ago, and I'm not sure if Jordan Peele is a punk rock fan or if it's me being like the punk rock fan that I am. But if you go through Black Flag songs, like their songs like Depression, I Don't Care jealous again uh american waste and stuff like that maybe he was using black flag as like just like part of like that symbolism to say like yeah these people are going to come get their revenge they're the american waste they're like people who are depressed they're the people who are like trying to seek revenge it's just weird and i was thinking about that theory and i was like i wonder if jordan peele's a punk rock kid deep down yeah i mean you see a lot of like cool uh you know a lot of michael jackson stuff and chud you yeah see the chud the chud old classic horror movie yeah. yeah, and in the test, and I think I was saying in the test cut, like that scene was totally different. It was just like a black screen, and like a TV just was kind of like zooming in, and it started playing that Hands Across America commercial. Like there wasn't like a VHS, and then you like you see her turn it off, and then you see like her shadow through like the glare of the TV. Dude, I remember like, that commercial too. I remember that commercial, dude. I remember it too, man, and very, very much so. I believe I think we were gonna do like we were gonna take part of that project when we were in school, but like it never wound up happening. Yeah, because th- those uh, the people under the boardwalk were called the tethered. The tethered, yeah. yeah. So I thought they were like tethered to their. They were like the dark souls tethered to them. Pretty much. I mean, it's it's. I, I don't know, but that movie is just so so far up to like interpretation with like with everything, and it's just kind of thing like like everybody's saying like, what if like the kid like the kid like the kid the the son is a clone like the the son was switched during like one of the other vacations and I was like, I don't know about that. I don't think he was really switched. I think he knows what's up and he has that mask on and he pulls down that mask. Cause he feels like when he's wearing that mask, like he's a little bit like kind of has like some power. He feels like he can't be touched or no harm can become of him. I, I don't know, man, all this, all these, all this shit is just so crazy with all these theories and this interpretation. Hmm. Or maybe, maybe he has like anxiety and he hides himself in there. That's that's true. That could also be it. A lot of kids do that when they're young. They have the anxiety, like they got a lot of social anxiety, so they'll wear masks and dress up and all that kind of the, shit. The other the other thing too, and it's just like my girlfriend and I were talking about it, and and she's talking about her, when when she go when the when she goes down when she goes down to start find, it's like finding all like all the tethered, and then the dad's like, oh yeah, your mom, you know, don't worry about your mom. She knows what to do. Kind of makes me think that maybe the dude that plays the dad knows something. Hmm. I don't know if I buy that one. I don't know. It just kind of it just kind of stuck in my head, and I was like, well, maybe he 
he might know a little something. I don't know. But I, I like that guy's sense of humor. I thought it brought it, it brought a bright side to the movie that I really liked. I thought all the comedy was really good. The whole theater was laughing out loud. Like it was it was Oh, oh yeah. It's the, it was, I never laughed. Back. Never laughed. Oh. When he gets to the bat and he's like, Listen, I was, I was being nice. Now I told you all to get off my property. We're gonna have some problems. Yeah, yeah that I was fucking that was pretty good. Yeah, there that there was a lot of good comedy in there, I had to say. That guy and, was like the total dad. In my theater, no one laughed at any part of the movie. You live in Alabama. There was, it was <laughs> yeah, people in Alabama love comedy, and if if something doesn't make them laugh, you know it's bad. <laughs> you know it d- didn't connect because people here love their comedy. Like they love the stupid comedy. I'm not one of those people, but if I can't even laugh at smarter comedy, that's an issue. Uh, well, I don't know if it was smart comedy. Well, I mean, it's not raw. It wasn't raunchy or anything like that. I mean, it was just humor. It wasn't offensive, raunchy stuff. Mm, okay. So, if some kind of humor that's not like that doesn't make me laugh, it just it didn't work. Well, you don't laugh at a lot of comedy. You're not the comedy. I I thought the comedy was really good. Like, a whole theater was laughing. It was like good times in there. And then, then some fucked up shit would happen. And then people would laugh. And then some fucked up shit would happen. It was good. I, uh, I still think my favorite part of that whole movie is when Tim Heidecker and Elizabeth Moss, their family, get slaughtered. That's probably like easily one of my favorite parts of the whole movie because they just come out of nowhere and they just get all stabbed in the neck. Oh, they, like were, just like the, they were just like all super white privileged rich people and... The, uh, that, mm-hmm. dude, that dude just like he didn't want to get out of his chair that shit was making me laugh so hard oh it was I, making I me laugh too. I'm, I'm comfortable right here I don't want to get <laughs> yeah and it was like telling you the test cut like the song when she's like Alexa call the police and they played NWA in a theater cut but in the test cut it was Roxanne by the police so that's like playing like the entire like scene for when it like cuts off and I thought that suited it so much better and it just i don't know made me like laugh a little bit and watching these kids like try to like battle like all these like creatures like set to that and the other thing too that's that i kind of brought up is the the kids the lupita neongo and winston duke's kids when they're trying to like defend themselves like they're using weapons like like a golf club and like scissors and like a like a like a crazy looking stone whereas like stuff that would be like that stuff that rich people have or like people like or like oh, people yeah. who like have a higher status do. And yeah, and it was funny too. And I also thought about the part when they're on the beach and like she's like, You have some work done? Like, look at the work I had done. Look at this, look at that, or whatever. And I was like, hmm. I I don't know, man. Again, it's it's so much for, up for interpretation. No, that 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 makes sense. What did what did the the main family? I wouldn't say they're rich, but you know, guys like buying shitty ass boats, you know, just to just to get a Get some love in his life, right? He, would lo- he would just want to. He wants to buy a boat so he can have some fun and shit. It, they didn't seem like they had a lot of money, but what were they using? What were their uh, scissors? Well, no, they all had scissors, right? At some point. Yeah. Yeah, they all had like those gold-plated scissors, which looked amazing on camera. I don't know why. Yeah. It just looked really good. Right? I guess it's probably because you've seen the poster and it just it just works. Yeah, and and it's just. There's just he, he Jordan Peele's so fucking brilliant and so fucking smart, like with just like dropping shit and thinking nobody's gonna get it, but somebody's gonna get it eventually. It may take him a while, but somebody's gonna get what he's trying to say. Yeah, or what Don- he's trying to Donald Glover does that too. He puts out some stuff and then the internet takes it and they dissect it basically for him. You're like, eh, 
And like he doesn't get like Donald Glover will do that too, where he doesn't even give the he doesn't really tell people what it's about, but the internet will tell every, the internet what it's about, right? And that's kind of yeah. like what happens in Get Out. That's kind of what what happened in uh, in us. It's like it feels like the, the internet's doing all the work, right? But then you also get a lot of weird things. I the government stuff maybe that went over my head. I never even took it that way. I thought it was just <laughs> just horror, dark, shadowy, crazy shit. Old school. And I thought it was like the rabbits. The rabbits were kind of freaky, like in that opening thing. But Jordan Peele has stated that he is like he has like like a disdain for rabbits, and he used rabbits to kind of get him over it. Yeah, that was a weird. Which I thought, was, which I thought was very interesting. With that, just like that opera song playing. <laughs> oh, dude, that score, that score was so fucking good. That score was so good. It was so weird though. I was like, uh, what's going on right now? I was like, you know, looking around the theater. Is anyone else feeling this? I didn't know. It's, it was so weird. It just caught me off guard. But mm-hmm. I, I, that's why I think it's cool. When people do stuff like that, that's not typical. I, I like that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's, just a, it's, just, it's just a great movie, man. Like I said, I need to think I need to see it. Like, I need to see it again just to fully make I got all the symptoms and got everything down that I need to see in that movie. Yeah, I, wanna, I definitely want to check it out again. I know Alyssa's really dying to see it a third time, second and third time. No. <laughs> After my Blade Runner experience, which I love Blade Runner now, but I, I had to watch that four times before I liked it, and then the fifth time I loved it. I'm not going through that experience again. Like well, you, you loved us the other day, but for some reason you watched some weird videos, and that was... I didn't love it, actually. I was initially going to give it a three and a half. Like, I liked it. Like, I liked the horror elements. I liked the slasher parts of it. I thought the acting was good. I thought the cinematography was good. But I didn't like the fi- The final act ruined it. It just ruined it. And again, the funny moments didn't make me laugh, so I felt like they were just flat so there were there were parts i really liked like the again the horror elements the slashing parts you know because i obviously love my slasher films but it's just it didn't work it just felt like an amalgam of things that was they tried to make work and to me it didn't work did you like get out i did like get out i liked the very end of it was like took a left turn and went went to crazyville as well well, the thing with Get Out is I kind of figured it out before it happened. So, I mean, Did you if I can predict something. A couple times. Not that many, but it was funnier than us. Funnier than you, you mean? Oh! <laughs> don't, don't wrap me up in that. Okay, that's cool. Opinions are opinions. Some of them are wrong. It's okay. Brought you on the show because I like wrong opinions sometimes. Absolutely, you guys are making me feel very uncomfortable right now. No, I'm just kidding. That's fine. I really thought. I really. Oh no, it's 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 okay to have a popular opinion or have different opinions. I mean, but it's the internet, man. If you have a wrong, if you don't share an opinion, it was it's it's going. Yeah, and it's just nobody's gonna like you, and it's just I don't know. People take these internet opinions too seriously. Way too seriously. Way too seriously. So me, us is a two thumbs up. Boom! See my thumbs? Alyssa probably give it one and a pinky. I mean, it's worth a watch. If you like it, watch it again if you want. If you like uncovering things, if you like figuring out symbolism and stuff, I don't. go for it. But to me, I don't want to have to watch a movie and have to figure things out if it's not done in a way that is cohesive 
in my opinion. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. But also, I wouldn't understand somebody not being super excited about a movie and then wanting to know what it's about enough to watch a video. Well, like, it I don't wasn't like me movie, being excited. I just like, wouldn't watch it. Unless I'm really excited, why would I look things up? To be honest, I watched it because I loved Get Out, and I had faith <laughs> that Jordan Peele was going to have an, another one that, not like Get Out, but was good. And the reason I watched videos afterward was because I was really confused. I was like, uh, I don't get this. This went in a totally different direction that I don't feel was warranted. So that's why I watched videos to try to figure out what was going on. And every single video I watched said the same thing. They showed clips that kind that when I watched them, I was like, okay, yeah, I see the government cloning thing now. But it's still, it's just like, if, if I have to watch videos to get, this kind of clarity and I have to dig research and dig deep to do it. It's not worth it. The film didn't pull it off. Only do that. Only do that with movies you love. I mean, I didn't hate it. If I hated the movie, I wouldn't have done it. That's all we needed. Alyssa didn't hate it. (laughs) I mean, I gave it three and a half out of five stars. I mean, again, the first two acts are great. The third act, no, it it soured it. Okay. Cool. Love your opinion. Alyssa, thank you. You're very nice. You seem very happy today. Shut up. <laughs> I, I can't see her name without her name hearing me. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, hey, guys, that's our review of us. Uh, I'm all for it. Rick? Two thumbs up, man. Probably the it was the best movie I've best horror movie I've seen so far this year. So, Has and last a lot year of horror movies. I was gonna say, has there been a lot of horror movies this year? <laughs> no, there's been a, there's been a couple. Has there? I think so. Maybe. <laughs> See, you can't even think. Name one other one. <laughs> name one other horror movie that came out this year. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't. <laughs> Alyssa, one <laughs> other horror movie that came out this year. I mean, technically, it was marketed as a horror movie, but it's more science fiction. Happy Death Day to you. I really want to see. It's that. not really horror. That but was that was pretty. That was good. If you like the first one, that was really kind of neat and clever. The first one was actually surprisingly good, and what's the other Blumhouse movie? It was gonna be. It looked stupid, but Truth or Dare was actually pretty solid. Truth, uh, Truth or Dare. What about that one? The the uh, Puzzle House. What was it called? Escape Room. Escape Room. That was so dumb, but it looked there were some really cool things about that movie. Yeah, my girlfriend wants to see it, and I'll probably see it when it comes on video. I mean, that might have been last year, Escape Room. No, it, it was, was in January. Okay. It was one of the January horror releases. She's right. Yeah, I think she's right. Yeah, we just we just named a couple then. Woo! All right, guys, thank you. That was fun. That was fun. Yep. Yep. Uh, good night. Do I say good night? Yeah, there we go. Goodbye! Peace! Bye! Oh, yeah. That's a horribly awkward show.
Wash your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh, funky pods with a fresh, funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Uh, 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 uh,